Did you hear the news? Your neighborhood Target is now remodeled. With the Ulta Beauty at Target experience, a fresh look, and the same low prices you love. Come see what's new. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Lunchline Podcast. This is, in fact, the greatest podcast that you never heard. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been a minute. Um, This is my first episode back since the loss of my father. Um, I lost my dad back in February. I know it's been a few months, Um, you know, and... Me and my brother have been, you know, getting through this the best that we can. And, our, and the rest of my family, we've been getting through this the best that we can. And it's been, it's been, um, I wouldn't say that I, you know, it's, it's, it's been rough. It's been different, you know, with, without being able to, you know, talk to him or, you know, you know, call and check in or just drop in when I'm in town or when I visit, um, it's been it's been very challenging from that aspect. Uh I really didn't know um when I was going to go back, but I knew that <laughs> I created something and or, or I started something here at the Lunchline podcast that I didn't want to walk away from. Um and there were days where um I intended on recording, I intended on picking up the mic and I and talking to you guys, but you know, I would get ready to do it. Then I'd be like, nah, like I, I just, I just wasn't ready to talk. You know, I just didn't, ha- I felt like I didn't have enough to say. And, um, I just wanted to take some time away from this, but I absolutely miss it. Miss this. I, I missed the lunchline podcast and I missed talking to you guys. Um, but you know, my dad was, um, he's an amazing man. He's a great, great person. Uh, wonderful uncle, um, very loving. Uh, you know, one thing that I remember my dad talking to me and my my brother about or saying to me and my bro, like every time that I would leave or he would leave is, you know, be good. And, you know, when you're young and coming up, you don't really pay attention to nothing. You're just like, yeah, whatever. All right. But. You know, I appreciate my dad reminding us, reminding me to like, yo, just be good, man. Like, like, be good. Like, no matter how old we got, <laughs> my dad kept telling us to say, he'd been telling me that for years, like, be good. Telling me and my bro that for years, like, be good. And your, your, your boys turned out good, dad. That's, that's really what I want to say. It's like, your boys turned out good. And. You should be proud because you were there for our entire lives. 
you know, and I, I, I know friends and I got, you know, family and I know people that have absent fathers in their life. And, you know, my dad wasn't perfect, but he was my dad. You know what I'm saying? And I will always be grateful and thankful for being able to be his son, um, to experience life with him. Um, you know, being a, being a, a dad myself, like I see how much I mean to my boys. You know what I'm saying? Like I really see how much I mean to them. You know, when I look in the eyes and I see the joy or the excitement or, you know, just me, you know, being there, you know, I kind of understand how my dad felt, you know, and I'm thankful that he was willing to step up to the plate. I'm thankful that he chose me and my brother, that he chose us. Um, you know, my dad worked his entire life. My dad was not a stranger to hard work. I seen my dad get up and work. I seen my dad grind so you know a lot of my gifts come from my dad like my dad was my dad was a a, a master mechanic like my my, my grandparents owned a, a junkyard um or auto parts junkyard coming up and you know my uncle and my uh my uncles worked there my dad worked there and over the years, man, my dad, you know, just gained such a skill, man, with just being gifted with his hands. And even though I didn't dabble into the mechanical route, I always had a knack for being able to solve problems um, because of, you know, how I see things. Um, and that's one thing that I believe that I, that I get from my dad, like, you know, anything that needs fixing or repairing or if something needs to be worked out, even if I haven't done it before, I know that I can do it. And that's just a, a, a gift that I have, you know, <laughs> that I've always been just excited about because I knew my dad and I could just be like, yo, my pops was, he was a genius with his hands. He was a genius at, at, at solving problems with, 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 with any vehicle you could think of. Like my dad was, he would, he would, he would know what's up. And I remember, you know, you pull up to my dad's crib. I don't care if you're my friend. I don't care if it's you, his son. If if my dad not feeling your whip, (laughs) my dad would let you know, like, man, this car is junk. Like, why the hell? Why why the hell would you buy this damn car? Um, Or if you had a good whip, he would let you know, like, you know, this is a good car. Or, you know, if you had a Ford or or whatever, he would just he would just call it like it is, man. it didn't really, it it didn't really matter. Like if if my dad wasn't feeling it, he was gonna tell you that he wasn't feeling it, and that and that just was always funny to me. Like that was always funny to me. Like or you know, my friends would roll up and you know they would have a question or two. Like you know, why is this? Why is my car doing that? My dad would be like, oh, this is what you need, or this is what's what, or. You know, my dad's friends, even if 
even once they got up there in age, like my dad's friends, who's been friends with friends with for years, they would just pull up. And my dad's in his late fifties, he's 60, you know, and his friends will, will come over and they will have, you know, car questions and they would just sit out there and just work on whips, man. And, you know, those are some of the things that I'm gonna miss the most, man, is, is <laughs> being able to pull up, man, and see my dad crouched over in a, in a, in an engine, like looking at somebody's <laughs> car parts, trying to figure out what's going on, man. Um, I'm I'm really gonna miss that. I'm gonna miss that a lot. Um, and going up in the in the junkyard, man. Like you pick up so many little weird, like like I love the smell of like junkyard and like gasoline and like I just love it. Like oil. Like I just I just always have loved that like mechanic smell. Like every time like I'm around like some cars being worked on or a garage. Like I'm just you if you, you people never notice this i kind of do it to myself but i'm over there and i just i just be inhaling because like i just love those fumes because it, it always brings back like some of the best memories that i had you know and you know growing up you know around an auto parts uh you know a junkyard or whatever like you get to just dabble in so many cool things like you know, I'm in random vehicles playing with the radios and just like it was just it was my discovery zone. Like I would just walk around and just dig in cars and just, you know, see what I can find, see what I can dig up. Um, I always had like the coolest bikes because, you know, dealing in auto parts, you know, bikes just pop up. So my dad would like craft me a bike or, you know, pull out some pieces or whatever, like, you know, here, make you a bike or put you, put this tire on there or I will pop up or he will have a bike for me, you know? So man, it was, it was a lot of great, great times, man. So, you know, I'm so grateful that I, I had, uh, Papa Mitchell is, is my dad. Grandpa Beep is my dad. Like, Yeah. Like it's ble- I'm blessed, man. I'm really blessed. So, I just also want to say, man, that I know Father's Day just recently passed. Um, you know, last month. I know I'm a little late. Uh, but happy Father's Day to to all you men who are really um there for their kids, um, who are standing tall, who are fighting the good fight, who are doing the best they can, um. Even though you can't get your kids all of the things that they may want or desire. And as a man or as a father, like you did, you desire that. Like you, you want to be able to provide, you know, some really cool things throughout their life um, that can create good memories that, you know, they'll be happy with. Like, I remember my dad did this. I remember my dad did that. But one thing you understand um, is that, you know, your presence or you being there. Is going to mean a lot. Um, I didn't get everything I wanted as a child. Um, but I had a dad, you know, like I had a dad. I had a dad that I could see. I had a dad that I can go in and spend time with or chill on the weekends or go stay with for a while. Or, you know, I can move in what I want. Like I just I was I was grateful for that. So I want you men to know that, you know, what you're doing is not in vain and it means a lot. 
it means a lot. It's going to mean a lot to your children. Um, you know, and I just I just pray that I can mean that much to my boys and that I can continue to be I don't know, some sort of encouragement, something that they will wanna, you know, they can they can take from me and that they can build on it, they can be better. I just you know, like this parenting thing doesn't really come with like a roadmap. It doesn't come with the uh, a blueprint on how to do it. Like as your if you have kids um or you're raising children, um even if they're not your own or you didn't birth them, it doesn't matter. There's still people who are parents who are stepping in and 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 doing the work. So as you know, if you have kids or you're raising children, you know, they go through different phases, you know, eight months, you know, a year, two years, three years, four, you know, seven years. And as they go through these different levels in life, you know, these different phases. As parents, you're kind of learning on the fly. You get advice from stuff here and there, but you're really learning on the fly because as they age, you're dealing with kind of like a new person. Like it's like, okay, this is a new phase. This is different. Um, the conversations are different. The interactions are different. Um, so as parents, you know, I kind of see like you really don't you like you you just you're trying to do the best you can. You're like, okay, this is a good decision. That's a bad decision. Like this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. Um, how to be straightforward. How to ha- how to have those difficult conversations. Um, you know, you 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 go through all of these different phases as a parent that you didn't really anticipate and we're all learning on the, on a fly. So understanding that makes me a little bit more gracious with my parents because you learning this on the fly, you know what I'm saying? And it's not to make an excuse because, you know, it's just to say like you're, you're learning on the fly, man. And I appreciate you know, my dad doing the best he could with what he had, you know. Um, so, you know, I just want to I just want to give a, 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 a humongous like heavenly shout out to, to, to my dad, man. Like you are going to be dearly missed. Um, you know, I picked up my phone the other day and, you know, I'm scrolling through and I saw your name and I clicked on it. And I thought to like call you and I'm like, you know, so it. So I'm still I'm still dealing with, you know what I'm saying, him being gone. And it, it doesn't feel real a lot of times. But, you know, I'm grateful. Um, I'm thankful because I do have a blessed life. Um, and, you know, once people pass on, they say, you know, count your blessings and, you know, to try to make you more mindful that, you know, life is precious, man. Like it's absolutely precious. It's not guaranteed forever. We all have an expiration date. We all going to get up out of here. But we have to make the best with what we have. Like, we got to do the best we can with what we have. We have to do the best we can. We have to repair, you know, these relationships. We have to learn to forgive. We got to try to make amends. We have to spend time with each other and realize that, you know, we really have all we have. We have all we need. You know, like we really have all we need. If you're if you're alive and you're well and you have the opportunity to make a difference, you have the opportunity to to change things for yourself. 
you 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 were living a blessed life. You know, think about life as an opportunity, you know, like things didn't work out a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, yesterday, whenever. But as long as you're breathing, you have the opportunity to make something better. You have the opportunity to to change your future, you know. Like, we got to start appreciating what we have. We have to love ourselves. We have to love our life. We have to love this. We have to love each other. We got to get over ourselves. We got to get over these petty arguments. We got to try to stop doing wrong by people. I'm not saying not make a mistake, but I'm saying we have to stop abusing each other. We have to stop all of this this, this bickering, this nonsense. We got to get back to to... To, to, to family and together and to bonding and to real relationships, you know, like it's all precious, man. And it's, you know, it's going to stop one day. Like all of it's going to stop one day. You know, my episode I did a, a little while ago, you know, when I talked about um, falling in love with your future and, and, you know, that, that, that's highly important, man. It's, it's, it's very important. You know, being able to think bigger than what we're currently going through, you know, like we all going through some stuff, but we got to understand that we got the ability to get through it. You know, we got to find we want that happiness. We can get that happiness is an absolute choice. Like we all make the choice to be happy. Like, you know, it's definitely a choice. So forgiveness is a choice. Patching up. Um, fractured relationships with family and stuff like that's all a choice. Like it's it's all a choice. It's all a choice. And as long as we have life, we have the chance to make things better for ourselves. You know, like we have things, we have the opportunity to to fix things. So, you know, I, I mean, if you don't really get nothing else from from <laughs> from what I'm saying today, I just I just I just want us all to just you know. Learn to appreciate life. Learn to appreciate the astronomical blessings that we have because we really have a lot. We really have a lot. Um, so, yeah, that's that, man. That's 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 really that. So, I really didn't have like a, a full script for y'all today. Um, I just wanted to get on here and just, you know, let y'all know that I miss y'all. That the Lunch Line Podcast is still here. We ain't gone nowhere. We ain't left because it's a whole lot of shit to need checking. It's a whole lot of shit to need straightening. Um, but I, I just wanted to do just a tribute, man, to my dad. Um, you know, dad, I love you. I know my bro loves you. We all love you. Um, your grandkids love you. Uh, and I'm going to continue to be good, you know, I'm going to be the best person that I can be because I know that will make you proud. Me trying to make a difference in this world, in my own life, in the lives of other people, I know that will make you proud. So I can honestly say that I am what I am because of you. Um, you know, a lot of my gifts and a lot of my talents and a lot of the, the great things that I can do, you know, comes from you. Um, 
And uh, I hope you're resting very well. You you did your time here. Um, I'm going to always miss you. And uh, I hope you see me doing this <laughs> from where you at. Um, and I hope that this podcast is making you proud. Um, so keep looking out for his dad. Um, and your boy is going to keep on making you proud, man. We're going we gonna to keep doing our thing down here. So we love you. Um, to all my listeners of the Lunchline Podcast, man, I love y'all. Um, thank y'all for sticking with me. And we're going to keep on going because, you know, like I said, I got, I got a lot of shit to say and it's a lot of shit that need to be said. Um, this is the Lunchline Podcast, man. And I'm going to get at y'all next week. I'm going to get at y'all next week, next Friday, 12 p.m. It's the same time. So come on back because we drop it next week because I got a lot of stuff to to share with y'all. Um, until then, man, y'all be cool. Stay safe. Love your family. Love those that are dear to you and repair those relationships. I peace. At the world of weights, getting the heavy stuff to gym owners across the world is an easy lift because they've got Salesforce customer 360, the number one CRM. It unites their teams around all their customers, so marketing can predict what each gym needs. Ooh, the deluxe dumbbells. Sales can get the orders out. And overnight? Wow! And every employee can smash their numbers this quarter. See how uniting your teams can help you wow customers at salesforce.com slash customer 360. Audio Jumbo. You want a Western adventure, but you also want modern convenience. What you want is Boise. We have 15 breweries just miles from Hop Farms. And our downtown is packed with more than 100 craft restaurants. We have an outdoor theater where deer walk by. Seriously. Oh, and we have more than 200 days of sun every year, which make those hundreds of miles of trails around the city pretty awesome. This is Boise, the unexpected West. Plan your trip to visit Idaho at visitboise.com. The Triple B Podcast would like to invite you to come break bread with your brothers. If you like what you're hearing on the show, if you think we missed the mark, or if we got it all wrong, reach out to us on social media. We can be reached on Twitter at triple underscore B underscore pod or search Brothers Breaking Bread Podcast. We are the Brothers Breaking Bread on Facebook and our email is brothersbreakingbreadpod at gmail.com. Further descriptions are in the show notes like follow, friend, do all that good stuff. And please never forget to break bread with your brothers. How y'all doing? Thank you.
episode of We Breaking Bread. How y'all doing? We out here, chilling in the spot. What up? Trying to hold it all together, man. Life is moving fast right now. Man, so it's good to have everybody out there. I love that, man. I love it a lot. More than I could, I could, I could, I could say to you guys. Hey, hey, what's going on out there, y'all? Uh, Triple B Podcast, Wells Bacon Bread in the house. This is our mid-season review. We are all here. What's going on, y'all? How y'all living? How y'all feeling? Feeling good. Oh, good, 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 good. We ain't went nowhere. We ain't went nowhere. We up in here. We up in here. Yeah. Oh, man. We got, uh, I mean, you know what? Fuck it. Y'all niggas are here. <laughs> go, go, go back to last episode. Figure out who's here. Yeah, there, there are, there are niggas of very rainbow-colored niggas here. There we go. It's a coalition. It's the, it's the rainbow coalition. Yeah, it's Benetton, Benetton ad in this motherfucker, but no white. So imagine a Benetton ad with no Caucasian. There we go. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> Let's go. What well, we are here, we are gathered here today, dearly beloved, to 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 get our mid year review, and basically, kind of, you know, we, we we always do this. We come to a, a checkpoint in the year, so when uh, the calendar rolls over to July, we know that we're uh, halfway home for 2022. Um, 2022 has not been much different than 2021, which was not much different than 2020. It's, it's, this this decade has been a wild decade, so we have to take some time in the middle of the year just to kind of reflect and, and and gather up all the bullshit that we went through so we can be prepared for the year-end review uh, that will be coming to you at the end of December or early January. So um, we're going to we're gonna, uh, go through our categories. We're going to take some nominations. And uh, basically kind of give you a, an idea what you can kind of go back and look at for the first half of the year and figure out what some of the highlights were, what some of the lowlights were, and, um, you know, do your own research. So Here we go. Yeah. So um, uh, first category, uh, the Cooney. The Herman Cain. Herman Cain, nine 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 awards. I mean, I was going back and, and listen. Like every time we talk about the Herman Cain, bro, I just giggle my fucking ass off. Nigga. That whole that award name is just so fucking disrespectful. Bro. I mean, after this patch, it might be it might be the name of Clarence Thomas. The honorary, the <laughs> nigga who died for the Coonan. So, uh, yeah, do we have any? No doubt. any Nominees in the first half of Justice Thomas, three episodes. What did he do on that one? Um, Episode 194, talking about his wife and the Mm -hmm. uh, the Supreme Court uh, Mm -hmm. decisions that came out. Episode 195, we talked about him not recusing himself from the January 6th. uh, Anything that happened with that because his wife was involved with that. And then episode 212. Um, it was kind of like podcast people were defending him, but like, I think that was when Roger was like his, his colleagues were talking bad about him. It was like, he's still a coon, but you can't talk bad about him. So three episodes with Justice Thomas. <laughs> he's, he's, he's been making his name known out here in the streets. <laughs> the top coon. Yeah, yeah. 
Not the top coon, the top coon. He's gonna be hard to beat in uh in twenty twenty two. I don't yes. know. He's yes, he is. I don't even know if we have anybody else in twenty twenty two. You think you have an episode number? How about any time that nigga opens his mouth? I don't know. You know, I don't know. No. Like my episode number, I don't know if it's critical for this category, but uh, yeah, anytime Herschel Walker opens his mouth, nigga, dumb shit falls the fuck out, bro. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know. Shit. I mean, yeah, if, if anybody right, has a if anybody Herschel has Walker. a chance to, he's to the one. Justice Thomas, he's the one. Yep. Yeah, he's he's out and running, bro. He, <laughs> hey, he's he's won his primary. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did what this nigga start talking about the air? He said he said China gonna take about the bad air. The <laughs> bad air air comes from China. Damn, damn it! Oh. Uh, I'm drunk. Oh, God Marshall. damn it! I am. Anybody else? <laughs> I'm drunk. You don't make it, bro, bro. Oh man, I don't know. Cap box is on. Okay. <laughs> Well, Herschel Walker, yeah. Anybody, anybody else uh, got a nominee? Uh, Coon. Yeah, those was my two right there, man. Coon. Nah, those, Coon. those are, yeah. I don't know. Uh, our girl always. That's it. Our girl ain't really did nothing this year. No, she been quiet, my nigga. Yeah, she has been, yo. Yeah. Laying the fuck low, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. trying to get your love. Yeah. All right, so we go with them two for right now. Yeah. It's, it's only Kim Scott ain't made no noise. No. Cameron ain't made no noise. Mm-hmm. The usual suspects ain't ain't been uh, they've been quiet. Well, we got our two then. We got our two main yeah. main. Got to head to head, head yeah. And we got you we know got two we, strong studs out there, boy. Yeah, we add two yeah, uh, for the second half. Yeah, yeah, the second half somebody might emerge. You know, no, somebody saying? gonna raise mm-hmm. their head up. Yeah. Hey, we still got an election to go through. That's True that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Great debaters. Um, let's see. What episode? Okay, 189, the episode where I was talking about the kid who said, or no, the teacher who used the N-word and the teacher and the kid going back and forth. There was a lot of debate about who was right in that situation. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 189, 189. Yeah, I, was, I think I was going to call that yeah. one up. The great, yeah. That's conflict, conflict resolution. resolution. Yeah. That was called conflict, re- yeah, conflict resolution. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think uh, there was another one where we got into uh, we were comparing. I think I think it started in the old in the in the old um, last year, but I think it got continued over to where it was. Uh, I think it was titled. It might have been about race, and we were talking uh, about we were comparing. Uh, we were comparing. Uh, Steve Antonio Brown to uh, Aaron Rodgers. I still say. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah. So that's, yeah, that's that, yeah, that's a good one. That's a nominee. Yeah. One seventy nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. One seventy. Um, those are the two that stand out to me. <laughs> I don't remember there being another thing where we necessarily disagreed other than those two. 
Dang, niggas have been like real peaceful this year. Yeah. We united against the bullshit. Hey, yeah, we with yeah, like, like like niggas have been on some more like uh the world is ending. We all about to <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, women, about to, women gotta be out here doing what we gotta do for for basic contraceptives, and we about to be out in the fields again. This is this is not mm-hmm. in this session. This is probably gonna be for uh for the next time we go mm-hmm. around. But but the, I bought I bought my kid McDonald's. Oh yeah. Oh I mean, eh. uh, yeah yeah yeah. Well, I mean it makes it for this one. You, well, I mean, it was in July technically, but we can put it down there as in, you know, what I'm saying just a reminder. Yeah. Okay. So that's a, that's episode 213 as a reminder. Uh, I bought my kid for 213. Yeah. 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 213. Uh, oh, so y'all, uh, y'all was arguing on that one, okay? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was I, I think was you know we just had a conversation. Kim, Kim and I we kind of got into it again today because there was another one that uh Kim, what was what was the context of the one that came in the chat group the other day? The young lady about uh my boyfriend. Oh, yeah, with the boyfriend and the kid, and so she's gonna pay. She's gonna take their kids on vacation, but not take the boyfriend's son on vacation. She's not going to pay for him to go on vacation. So we were saying that that was kind of like the flip of the McDonald's oh, story. Was that yeah. is, it the, is that what you're talking about, Joe? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah, why yeah. I have 185 yeah. written down. And I have, One. but I wrote down parenting skills. I don't remember. Let me let me look at it and then I can see. I'll be back. How do you play slave is still a slave? That's what I got. Say what now? A, slave, a highly paid what? slave is still a slave? Yeah, one eight, one eight, yeah. from 185. Yeah, but there, I, there was a debate there, in there? Around, it was something around parenting skills. So let me go and look. I, 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 yeah, a woman, a woman asked why grown kids don't call their grand, don't call their parents voluntarily. Yeah. Leading to a discussion on appropriate parenting uh, strategies. That was a pretty good episode. Um, that was a pretty good episode. I don't remember it being a debate, but I do remember that being a discussion. Yeah, Maybe that, does that I does got... that fall under debate or does that fall under? Because we had another one, another category um, that might get that one a little bit better. If you could scroll down, right? I know you're drunk, but if you could scroll down a little bit, bro, bro. Been drunk. Keep on, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Oh, okay, yes, sir. Uh, that might have been, I don't know. I thought we had another category that might have been compassed, but, uh, throw it in the debate side. What's that? One, uh, yeah, why not? 185. 185, and if we need to, we'll make appropriate, uh, adjustments later on. To my whiskey drinkers out there, mm-hmm. y'all might Hey, Roger. Yeah, hey, Roger, you got that in the, uh, in the, in the, uh, in the Google Drive? I can help you out, man. No, no. Let me try to catch up with you, Roger. Let me go ahead and. No, 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 I got it. It's, it's up. Google Drive. It's in a Google Drive? Yeah. I'll see if I can help you out, man. I'm trying to, wow, wow, why? You know what? Hey, man, just go on and let him. Is go on and let him, bro. Bro, I don't sit back. This right here. Get y'all some of that right there. I don't see, I don't see it, bro, bro. I'm, what are you talking about? In the Google Drive. What's that, pimp? I got it. You ain't put it in the section where it's at. Okay. What are you in? 
Yeah, I went to uh, our past review. Let me open that one up. Mm. All right, we ready for the next category here? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes, sir. Scroll down. Uh, what are we on? Three. Not so great mm-hmm. moments in white privilege. Not so great moments in white privilege. So, oh, I have something for this, I think. Damn. Mm. Can I throw it out there? Episode Shoot. 185, the Mayo Murders. What happened? What happened? So remember, okay, the, so remember the Mayo Murders. It was two gentlemen from Iowa, and they oh, got yeah. into it. <laughs> yeah. And then um, episode one eighty seven, the Mayo Murders. Yeah, math is not mathing. Um, fuck them kids. That was the bus driver who was Hold drunk. On. Nigga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which one's meth not meth? <laughs> and then I think episode 203 was white and white. So let me go. Yeah, I can't remember. Does 203 count? Let me pause. I'll be back. Oh, which one was Yeah, I find it. We got a couple. Yeah, 203 would count. Yeah, 203 counts. Mm-hmm. That's some funny main. advice. It was the outside. It was it was the bitch who, uh, who stole the boyfriend out of jail. And then they went on a run, and then, mm hmm. Yeah. Because they had the same last name. She ended up getting killed. Yeah. Yeah, same last name. I I think she shot herself. No, she shot shot herself. Yeah, while they were fleeing. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Hold on. What's going on here? I had 178, just all the January 6th folks. Something was talked about them in that one again. 178. Mm -hmm. 178, yeah. Is that, uh, yeah, at the January beginning of the year, shit? the Great Resignation. The great Resignation. Nigga, we need to put Will Smith in that category. But he's not white. <laughs> but nigga, he, he thought he had white privilege, though. Nigga. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, that's not. Hey, he went and set his ass right down and, and stayed up in that bitch. They gave it for that night at least he did. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah. Bro, I don't know. He asserted privilege. I don't know if it's white privilege thinking, but he asserted privilege like a Here's ball. Next question. Here's the next question. Where, Will Smith, where is Will Smith at right now? Yeah, he's in exile. We don't know. Exactly. Don't yeah, know. Exactly. He's, he's on the low. Where he at? He's in exile. I think he's at the red table. Smoking weed on top of a motherfucking <laughs> yacht. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Amber Heard. Oh. Yes. But they were they were nice. both they was both dirty though. Well both of them shit put Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Fuck it. Hey, oh Amber Heard, okay. Yeah, that's who that is. Heard, What's yeah. the episode though? Nigga, uh, I know we talked about him on the cookout. You know what? I just say Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. And I think they came out somewhere else, but uh I know we talked about him on the cookout. Yeah, I think it was the next the next one. It might have been the next one after the uh lawsuit. It might not have been the next one, it but when the lawsuit or after they suit got Got um, adjudicated. You know what I'm saying? We talked about that shit. Uh, yeah. The slip and fall guy. I don't know what. That's... I don't know what episode that was. Yeah, the slip and fall guy. That's a uh, 208. I don't think I was there. Yeah. You said the 208. Yeah. It looks like Johnny Depp will be footing the bill for the cookout. Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Mayo murders. Um, one of the great rags. Um, Amber Heard, Johnny D. What else? 
So much mm-hmm. it's, it's only the halfway point. I think three is probably solid unless y'all come up with something that's uh. I mean, does today count? Today don't count, huh? Who? No, what, what's what's next? Uh, second half. I was gonna say Elon Musk's father. That's second half. Second half, yeah. That's we second half. We can put a note on it for it like we did the uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other one that be, was discussed be, earlier be in this month. You be asterisk. I'm drunk. Where's the asterisk at? There we go. Asterisk. Mm-hmm. Rapist ass Elon. It's my house. Fuck it. Kiss my ass. You married a Bigfoot. You married a Bigfoot. You a fucking Every year, you sit on my steps. Goody Gaga. Goody Gaga, Lou. Goody Gaga, Lou. I said, fuck it. I put my drink on it. It's beautiful. That's a nuts. That's a piece of shit. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, just, I'm no, I'm drunk. Don't need Google. Oh, okay. If y'all like whiskey, you do some of this shit right here. This shit right here. Huh? Huh? You can hear it, nigga. Oh, um. No, what did you say? I didn't hear what you say. If you like whiskey, my nigga, get some of this. Good shit. I'm not looking at it. Oh, okay. All right, I will. If it was, if it was, I if love it was, whiskey. If it was Kim, you would already wrote it down, nigga. Easy. Anyway. Shut up. You didn't say no. Shut the hell up. That's here we are. That's here we are. <laughs> anyway. Donald J. Trump bag of dicks. Is that our next topic? Uh, uh, hey, that's, <laughs> you said bag I of dicks. I believe it is. You said <laughs> bag of dicks. You are, hold on, man. Uh, Damn, you are horrible. This is horrible. Your, your transition is horrible. <laughs>
Okay, wait. I could find that's that good episode. episode that we, was... uh, we, had the, we had the freestyle session going. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, bring yeah, that yeah. shit back up, basically. That was a fun night, motherfuckers. I forgot all about that. Sin <laughs> Scott might be the greatest nickname ever, man. Hey, no, that's what I'm saying, dog. That's what I'm saying. Low key, the freestyle session might be a go to sleep session, man. The freestyle nah, session wasn't going to sleep. Like that. Nah, that shit, that shit was. That it was. Shit, that, that shit was an excellent uh, listen, bro. I loved it. I, 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 I mm-hmm. listened to it like, at, least, at least like minimum five times. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what episode number was the, the freestyle episode? You might have to come up with it, but... Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, you might have to come up with it, but... I was drunk. I've been drunk most episodes, but here we are. <laughs> There are levels of drugs. It's, it's BSOP. Who? Okay. 198. For what? Uh, 10 Scott? Yeah, the 10 Scott was uh, 198. Where's it, it go? BSOP, violating the uh, standard operating procedures. Yeah, there it is. I see it. <laughs> it I see it. It's at the beginning. I mean, at the end. Well, well where's that go? Go to sleep. Go to, oh, okay. He said, so, we tried to talk a, a little baseball after opening said, day, but Tim Scott said... Mm-hmm. 198 BSOP, BSOP, violating standards operating procedures. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm still just... What are keys? <laughs> what are keys, my nigga? Okay, shit. Uh, I'm going I'm to I'm nominate Kim. What's that? Kim got to go, go to sleep? Yeah. Uh, the government in my guts. Government in no. my guts. Yeah. 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 It's just you need to sleep. You Damn. need to rest. You need some yeah. more rest. I got, yeah, we, we definitely got to figure out the <laughs> technology to get niggas in one space for this shit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going here. I'm going here with episode 211, government in my guts. That's, that's, that's not fair. <laughs> that's completely fair. Completely fair. Hey, I had to. They got they uh, renamed the whole category after me. You I came very close to doing it. <laughs> came very close. You might, you might, you might break the streak so he gets saved. You know what I'm saying? Hey, don't, <laughs> hey, hey, don't be mad, Kim. I literally threw my laptop off of a table, and it made me my award at one point in time. Who knows? They won't let me forget about the episode three years ago when I actually went to sleep. <laughs> What's this? Yeah. That was last year, Joe. Three years ago. Yeah, it's, it's going to keep following back. Hey, no. That shit was 11 months ago. That shit was 11 months ago. That shit happened right. before we even started doing the podcast. Why are you going to bring that up? It was only like four episodes in. I mean, you, you, did, exactly. like, you did literally play for a higher power to put something in your gut. First, first of all, <laughs> we are not gonna revisit that. Y'all can't. Don't chastise how I pray. Y'all shit. We just got we just got nominated. That's all. That's all. Damn it. You flowers. We trying to give you your flowers. Okay. Good refrain. Good refrain. <laughs> I don't have pl- I don't have flowers, but I got a, a pretty impressive uh, snake plant. So that's all I got. So that's all. I got. <laughs> 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 
What? All, all these phallic symbol jokes and shit. What's no, the next? No, no, really, I do have a snake plan. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably what we got on that category for uh, first half. So, Donald uh, Trump Bag of Dicks Award. Ooh. Ooh. I got 202. Well, I know. Court. Well, for sure. Uh, uh, well, yeah, for mo- the majority of the Supreme Court. <laughs> and the Supreme Court, yeah. Yeah. Who'd you say, 10? I was saying to, uh, Clarence Thomas and... Uh, Oh, okay. um, and a Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. No, but who was the one that wrote the uh, wrote the opinion? It wasn't. I want to say Samuel Alito, if I'm not mistaken. It yeah, was, Alito. Yeah, That's Samuel Alito. Yeah. yeah, it was Alito. Alito and so the Alito justices. The one that, uh, gets... You can always yes. give it to Mitch McConnell for still captain in the ship. Always. Yeah. You can always give it to Donald Trump for nominating three of the uh, five. I'm gonna right, say uh, uh, yeah. uh, Joe Mackin for pretending to be a uh, de- Democrat all these years. Uh, has he done yeah. anything this year? I know he did yeah. a lot last year. Has he done anything this yesterday. year? This past week, he stepped. He like stepped oh, out of the. Uh, the we didn't cover on the show, but I think I mentioned in the pregame. He stepped uh-huh. out of uh, legislation as far as <laughs> like uh, um, taxation, as far as. Uh, uh, coal and energy and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, mean, I had uh, mass shooters episode two hundred four, two hundred six. Mm-hmm. There you go. Like mm-hmm. there you go. He's awake. Mm. And then for the courts, one I had one eighty six and two eleven for this. For I don't even know if they're both Supreme Court. And then I had Florida for one eighty three. Uh, I don't even remember what the fuck they were doing. Florida's always doing fucked up shit. Indeed. Hit dog. The whole state gets the bag of dicks. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) She's rapid fire. Florida passed a law banning critical race theory. Oh, right. And started banning lectures on the uh, history of peoples of color. Okay. Yeah, they deserve a nomination. Yeah, they they were uh, nominated for. They America. deserved the award. We, we said, uh, <laughs> oh, they they got some competition. Hey, do we want to make America's what tank? Episode, what episode uh, was that? One eighty-three. A hit dog will holler. Yeah. Okay, we go. Thank you. Do we want to make uh, America's tank an official award <laughs> category? That's Ooh, award. That's shit. Award. That's I think that'll be entertaining. <laughs> that'll be entertaining. Yeah, that'll be a good uh, category. See, yeah. He nominated Texas earlier in the year. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, I think that's what we talked about in that episode. We talked about it. I think Florida has, was the front runner, but Georgia had won the year before. Texas had won last year. So, are we still on, on the number five? In some ways. Yeah, and then add mass shooters. United States mass shooters. Matt, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Buffalo and Uvalde shooters. Uh, episode 204 is the Buffalo shooter, and 206 is the uh, Uvalde shooter. And 208 is Tulsa. And 208 is Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we name all the mass shooters. We're going to be here all day. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm saying, I'm saying mass shooters, nigga. <laughs> Roger, going to be sober by the time we finish. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep drinking. <laughs> right on, right on. <laughs> I, I love y'all, though. How about, uh,. No, but uh, Lady Lavender, so Mass Shooter, what else you say? 
I think you got them all. The mass shooters, Florida, the courts. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, though. Yeah, I got it. So, uh, reset asteroid. There we go. Oh, oh. Just put a notice today's episode. Nigga, everything. Man. Oh, yeah, today's episode. Just today's <laughs> episode. <laughs> second half, so, Taylor. Half, uh, yeah. I know, but yeah, just, we we always put a note there just because I, I will. we don't want to forget it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'll put a title on there to remind us, but it's a it's gonna be episode two fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, reset asteroid. Yeah, episode two hundred two. That was the uh, when Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can throw that back up. Okay. We could throw those shooters back up. It's damn near the same fucking category, it feels like. The motherfuckers that deserve a bag of dicks is the reason why motherfuckers need to send need to send the asteroid. Agreed. This is true. Um Hey, no, I got, I got, an, I got. Go back to bag of dicks. I'm put uh, the senators that voted against Katanji Brown Jackson. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. <clears throat> senators that voted against KBJ. And I think that's uh, if we need an episode, that's episode 197. Hello. So one ninety seven. One ninety seven. Nine seven. If you doing yeah, that? you tell a lot long enough. Why is my computer slagging? Hey, one nine seven. Here we go. Hey, can we get uh Vladimir Putin a bag of dates? The start in the war. Yeah. War of aggression. Yeah, sure, fuck it. Yeah, he could be nominated. He might win. We'll see how the shit turn out. Mm-hmm. How hard develops. I don't know what episode that is. But I just actually passed by it, too. Hold on. Let's know you on that fuck shit. Alright, 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 alright. Reset asteroid. Uh I don't know if we had that. Oh, Roby Wade. Yeah. Oh, we already got it. Yeah, we already got it. Okay. Leave that just leave lavender. Touched on that. Um I don't think you can have it, man, without the school, uh, without the uh, mass shooters too. Mass shooters, That's what yes. I'm saying. Reset that that the same mass shooters. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. like we said, two episode two fourteen. This uh, these perverts out here doing everything wild. Right. Yeah, I think that's gonna be it. The mass shooters. Uh, Is there any Republican wild shit that we uh, 
don't know if it, if it uh, supplants the mass shooters in the uh, in the road decision. I think those are probably the two big ones. But that's Republican shit. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I was saying, like, in the opposition to the uh, January 6th commission or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, right. Nah, I ain't, ain't nobody really sticking their head up on yeah. that one. Not enough to get nominated. All right, we ready for best soundbite? Yeah. All right, so what are we looking for? What are we on this? So we're looking for uh, Gary Chambers, all his ads. Those were all yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also, that was 187, was one of them. And then 190, the description of the Ukrainian refugees. They were just these great, wonderful, blonde haired, blue eyed people. They don't have homes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. What was that again, uh, Lee Lavender? Uh, 190 describing the Ukrainian refugees. Thanks. Or should that be white a moment of white privilege? I don't know. You know what? That would go good with that, actually. I think it would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually perfect. Huh. Sound bites. So, um, episode 188 was um, Big Bang B and KBJ. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. And then episode 196 is P90X, and that's when it, that man did um, Denzel's intro. I think that was shortly after the Will Smith situation. Now, what happened? It was a... It, I think it was the intro of that show where the gentleman was talking, like, in the voice of Denzel Washington as to what he would say okay. or what he said to Will Smith. I think that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that was that episode. Yeah, he he always does that voice. Yeah, he, he's pretty good. Oh, he, oh I didn't, okay, that was my first one on that one. No, yeah, he, he he. I mean, he did it in the context of uh, the Will Smith thing, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there was a soundbite in two hundred three that was funny. Hey, didn't didn't you say uh you said Mike Pope? What what did he do? Pope did uh a video. I mean, he does something a about time. the liquor. Something about liquor or something. Yeah, the way to per- fix a perfect drink. Yeah, it's the way ah, to yeah, f- fix yeah. a perfect. And you took it like that. Yeah, you put a, a whole bunch of you know, sweeteners and shit on the on the bar and then threw them on the trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that sound, Mike. Hey, what about the uh, what about the the slip and fall guy? Oh yeah, that was a pretty good sound, Mike. Remind what was it? Remind. I don't know if I was on uh, that. He was the, dude that, he was the guy who had, like, the reasons why he was going to leave a job. He picked jobs because he knew he could get, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, discrimination charges called Char- him. Char- Charleston White or something? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. He said he sued he sue, he sue every job that he, that he ever had, that he had. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, right. that's beautiful. Yeah, that, that makes beautiful, yeah. He be in the break on time, but I don't want to hear that shit. Right. I be telling my girl that she be talking, she be talking about at work. I be like, you need to sue the motherfuckers. That's episode two hundred eight. Two, yeah, the slip and fall guy. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, Hallmark uh, Hall of Fame. Did we have one this year? It's kind of a little off, but I had a 
episode 191 announcing Juwan Howard Day for him successfully slapping somebody and keeping his <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's in the spirit of the of the rule. <laughs> I feel like it, it's not all the way, but it kind of works. It, it brought joy to you guys yeah. as you announced the the holiday. Hey man, hey man, if if uh, if a ten year old not getting an abortion is is getting divorced is not an abortion, I guess Jawan Howard not getting fired for slapping <laughs> white man is a feel good story. Episode what? Oh, they laughing. It's episode one ninety one. One ninety one. Disturbing Clay Kanye. Yeah, he did slap a white man on national TV. Live. <laughs> national TV. Live. Smack. What? Oh, uh, shit. Because the world's shitty. That's all we got. All right. Yeah. Next one. Well, wait a minute. Was episode 182, Black Woman Justice, was that? I have that written. That's what I was talking about. KBJ. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to find. Yeah, I was trying to find that. Well, I was talking. Didn't we talk about her actually getting inaugurated? Or, uh, not confirmed, but, uh, I said inaugurated, uh, sworn in. Sworn in, yeah, we spent some time on that, but yeah, I, I would go with the one where we talked about it more so. In terms where she got confirmed, where she got nominated, I, I go with the nominated. So uh, confirmed. Well, are you saying nominate? Oh, you say I'm nominate. saying nominate because I think that's when we talked about it more. You know. What I'm okay. Saying? Okay. Um, it was Black Woman Justice. Episode 182. Episode 182. 182. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there it is. And the Big Bang Pin, KBJ is 188. Oh, hold up. Uh, sound bite. Your math is not mathing. Was that the... Was that Richie Fontaine? I don't know who it is. It's a young dude who was uh, basically... <laughs> Yeah. You, you remember what, you remember what it was about, AC? Yeah, it was the dude who he was a young kid who was responding to another white dude's video um, talking about how um white people say they're racist but they're more racist black people than white people and he broke him down to the to, to the net. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That is, mm-hmm. yeah. So your math is not math and that's uh one eighty seven, bro. Seven on the other cup of cop. So we already got one. Oh, we need to. We, but it was speaking of that else. episode, also, we need to throw in uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene for the bag of dicks. Oh. Same episode. Yeah. What's, what you doing that episode? Uh-huh. Something about soup Nazi. <laughs> I'm very deliberate. <laughs> Mental yeah, midget Marjorie Taylor Green fears an invasion from the soup Nazis. What you yeah, was... <laughs> I don't remember what that was. She said, Gestapo. She said, Gestapo. We can go through this. There's, there's something else we'd have talked about on, on her ass this year. Which one was that? Uh, 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 soldier? Was that what? what? Which one? 
I was also nominating her for that. So there's Black like three Beach. from 187. There's three from 187. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I don't know. That, and I don't know if that was. No, that wasn't the soundbite. My bad. No, that wasn't the soundbite. That was a under bag of dicks. That was a soundbite. Bag of dicks, yeah. He, he was saying bag of dicks on that. What else? Did we? Oh, shit. We, yeah, it's cool. Um, ready for next category? Yeah. Any other sound bites? Not that I could think of. Okay. Uh, at the soundbite, we're looking at. Uh, oh, we were doing Hallmark Hall of Fame. We got, we got uh, KBJ. We've got mm-hmm. what's Howard? Not one ninety one. What's Howard? Oh, oh uh, Elijah Juan, slapping the white man. Oh, okay, Juan Howard. Yeah. Juan Howard. Juan Howard. Okay. Uh, Hallmark Hall of Fame. We got this, um, equal pay with unequal cups. Kim shaking her head now. You ain't for that. It was about the women's national, the women's national team and soccer getting equal pay. It was, it, it got negated because <laughs> of the next week that we covered after that. So it's like it canceled each other out. Some simple math type shit. Just keep it going. So we can't we can't use that one. I mean, you can put it on there. It's it's cool. I was giving you a hard time. All right. So women's national team is equal pay. Um, I think that's probably good for the first half. I think for me, KBJ is a far out, far and away uh, front runner. Yeah. Indeed. All right, what do we got next? Uh, we're looking at the You Ain't Shit Duck yeah, Boat Award. My favorite, my favorite award. All right, so I call motherfuckers out. Who, who ain't shit on here? I don't know. There, we didn't have any. Did we ever have have a duck boat series? We haven't uh, had a duck boat moment yet. Yeah, we, yeah, we have. Shit, the unequal cups, nigga. That's Doug Motors. Um, and I, I got, I gotta go back and listen. But like two weeks ago, when Joe got on drunk, there was some shit that was like questionable. Uh, I, I gotta go back and listen. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what two eleven. That's government in my guts. Oh shit! Oh shit! Uh, yes, I was, I was on okay. That's when he said, yes. uh, "He ain't coming on for a long time before a good time." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I said. I don't, it was something wild too. It was um. You said all bunch a bunch of wild shit. That's what, yeah. 
There's something wild on there. I, I forgot what I said. It was something wild on there. So we we just go <laughs> Joe on episode two eleven. Just yeah, yeah just two eleven. Keep being here for a long time, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just going. <laughs> uh, uh, AC used to always talk about the one where uh, conjugating verbs. Is that this year? I yeah, I was so. gonna say that one, dog. Where we yeah, had this year. Famous teacher getting killed by her students. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's two for me, huh? Okay. Right. Yeah, it's one ninety, not one ninety four. Told you I had one here for a long time, but a good time. <laughs> you know what? I mean, the shit didn't get. <laughs> oh no, the shit got cut out. But uh, the crackers cracking crackers. Crackers, what was it? Nigga. Cracking crackers. It wasn't published. But, uh, <laughs> Which episode was that? That might, that might, I think. Uh, 192. 192. 192. <laughs> that's, that's your boy, 10 meters. <laughs> Roger, too. Roger said some shit, too. Roger, Roger did have a chat now, too. He did. He did. Always. <laughs> That's a lot of shit to have to be added. We had to have a summit after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the mafia what the call it? We had to have a sit down? We had to have a sit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of many. <laughs> hey, undergrade debaters, uh, toxic masculinity. Did we debate... Uh, who was right? Oh, who was yeah, wrong it was in the, in the debate. In the Chris Rock versus uh, Will Smith? Oh, shit, yeah. That had to be a debate. Well, no, that was a debate about, about uh, you and Kim was talking about uh, toxic masculinity and toxic, or no, something about toxic femininity. Was that in the same episode? Yeah, I think it was. I don't know. I don't remember if that was in the same episode, but I remember that discussion. It's kind of ringing a bell. That might have came along like right after it or something. But uh, put that under great debate as 196. I'll do the research and see if that's what we... And then you put in parentheses toxic femininity and I'll look back to it. But uh, I think that is the same episode though. We still on uh, we still on um, duck boat, huh? Mm-hmm. What we got? Hold on. Well, we got three. Yeah, that's not yeah. That's the first half. So <clears throat> oh my god, join me! Hold up, I I got two nominations on there. Why you other niggas did something? <laughs> you been working hard, my nigga. Hey, um, I really liked Hope for the Harvest. I don't know what category that is. I don't know if that's a Hallmark when, what, or, if that's, uh, or if that's best episode. Uh, 186? I know what, yeah, I know the number. I'm asking what category would that fall under. Were we, were we, uh, well, hold on. Let me look at it. A solid discussion sprouted out on the future of black voices uh, combating the onslaught of critical race theory, bans, and gerrymandering from conservatives. That might be a debate. Yeah. I think uh, I think ten was kind of on some fatalistic. We don't matter what we do, and I think we kind of talked about we got to be a change that we need to see. So y'all want that under a uh, great debate? 
Hallmark or best episode? Yeah, I think we can go on the. Um, actually, we can go on the on the both um, best episode and uh, great debate. Let's put it on the great debate. I don't know. If it, yeah, let's put it on the great debate. Uh, Hope for the harvest, 186. You could probably go under both if y'all feel you know what I'm saying. No, MacBook M1. Um, best episodes. Um, I think the cookout was an excellent listen. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I haven't listened to it, but I remember it being good to me as we were doing it. What's the number on that? I think the, um, the, uh, the, the, episode too. Hold on, the what one? The uh, one, the freestyle. freestyle. The freestyle episode. Yeah, I was going to say that next. Uh, the, the, um, 207 is the cookout. The freestyle, what was that, VSOP? Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, so one ninety eight. Um, how we feel about the KKK episode? <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you the list? Or is that is that? Hey, um, real quick, I just happened to click on this one. That toxic femininity was on two hundred one. Negroes know me nine. No, nah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I like that title. I don't know how good the episode was. But I like that title. Yeah, I re- I kind of remember the episode. I just know uh, I came through with the one liner on that. You said, you said uh, two on one. Two on one was not Negroes Nami Nam. And I don't, was that under uh, debate or was that under best episode? Uh, debate. It's we, yeah, we, yeah. we had made a note of it, but we didn't know. We weren't sure if it was in. Uh, some other episode. I forget what number. Mm-hmm. Toxic masculinity one. We weren't sure if it was in that one or another one. Yep, I think it was. Yeah, because we were talking about Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. We talked about ma- toxic. We had an episode called Toxic Masculinity, and I asked, "Is toxic femininity a thing?" Because Amber Heard was one. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I think that was a good debate. That was an excellent debate. Um, best episodes. So we got VSOP. We got um, we got the barbecue. Government and my guts is pretty fun. What? Government and my guts. I thought it was. Fun. I want to say best soundbite for guts and my government and my guts. Best soundbite. <laughs> I mean, I, I know we do sound bites as far as like clips from the show. Yeah, well, no, sound, no, the sound no, bites no, 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 no,
when she said it and niggas started cooking. I don't know what the what, what, I don't know <laughs> the sound of but, that. But was. why does that have to be the part that we pull no, out? No, no, there was. I mean, no, that's gonna get that's, so gonna, that's gonna that's gonna get pulled out from somewhere. That's yeah. yeah. But, yeah. That, but there was a so lot of good shit in the episode. No, yeah, but, like, yeah. but that but yeah. that specific thing. I don't yes. know if this no, is what no, I do saying, wanna... but I personally, I personally would nominate it as one of the great sound bites, even I though it's it. not Thank you, a Zan. sound bite Thank you. per se. But it I is know a sound the rules. Bite, I know, you know the what rules. I'm but that's under the, out of the definition of what the sound. But the yeah, sound bite category it. is to save me some work. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. So let me retract that. But can we just acknowledge that for this recording, that was some great sound. That was some great sound. So okay. it, uh, I think it, I think it, it it found its way into being nominated for the so best episode. I will, I will now pull my nomination. Now we have recognized that, and we can put that somewhere else. There we go. We're gonna put it under best episode two eleven. There we go. Any other episodes that? That is gonna be a Shut your horny ass up, nigga. No, no, you can't fuck. Um, who was to blame for Buffalo? Oh, oh, shit. I just scroll by that too. I feel like that was a good discussion. Man. That was two o four. Yeah, two o four. Who who was yeah. blamed for Buffalo? I that, was that was a good one. So that episodes. It could be there, or I don't know if that's a great debater. Or a best episode, you know what I'm saying? But I felt I felt like we had a good discussion. Um, I don't know if there's really any much debate going on though. Yeah, I think it was. I think it can go in the best episode. I thought it was good. I, that was the one I wrote down. What was the number? Okay. Two or four, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anything else out there to stand out to y'all? Not to me, sir. Nah, that's all I could think of, bro. For me. Bring the good Bible where Katanji Brown Jackson uh, kind of got a stamp. I don't remember if it was, uh, was it a particularly episode. good episode, though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember it that much. I don't, I can't. If you don't remember, it must not have been that good. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ain't nobody else jumping in on it, like, you know. So, okay. I still say the sound from uh, In My Guts should lead the... Uh, <laughs> it is. For the end of the, end of the year show review. Should, you know, it should, it should become like... Uh, Part of the intro? It should become part of the outro. It should be like, you know what I'm saying? And like, hey, never forget to break bread with your brothers. I got something in my guts. I need, I need the Lord. I've been, I've been praying for the Lord to deliver something in my guts. I feel like y'all taking it out of context, though, because I was really talking about how, like, of you got to be really mindful about what it is that you please, put out into the universe. Please, please, please I mean, don't I, continue no, no, that. They're about to trounce on it. I think it, does, <laughs> I think it does work either way, whether it's penis or the Lord or the government. Please. You got to be mindful See what I said? what you want to do. Fosco, what if you had a drop machine where you could just record drops? Like, oh. 
person. We, we, Stop we it, Kurt. Did you see Joe? He completely leaned back. He is thinking. Stop no, it, no, no, no. We 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 went that road with uh yeah, Frank back with Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe is on my mind. I was like, we went that road, and it, it becomes like comedy. <laughs> and, but then, like, but, like, like, if you want to do it, it it be, it becomes a task for whoever's producing the show. Right. You can have drops on the on the back end, but that's more work. Yeah, that's more work. Yeah, yeah it's like, like in the middle of the show, it becomes more of a uh, like AM FM sports comedy kind of shit. On the back end, if like if niggas are getting paid heavy money, then you can edit it and do how you want it. You can, you can do the drops, right? But like, yeah, it just it just it's funny to us, but it's more work on the back end. It is not worth the effort. It, yeah, until so that, until niggas start paying for this comedy. Exactly. So, I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like we got our nominations done. Here we go. Do we want to do we want to uh, wrap up with those? Three other little quick things and, and get out of here. We can. Let's do it. I gotta. Um, I mean, y'all can go ahead and start up. I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. Go for it. Yeah, we do it. We got you. Mm-hmm. This nigga Zeb is gone, but not forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> nigga had nigga had to go to the restroom. She going to lay those brown babies into a toilet and drown them. <laughs> <laughs> Why he felt the need to tell us rather than just hit the mute button, I would never know. <laughs> he could have just said, I got He said he doesn't go hard with his kid. <laughs> he got to take his shit. <laughs> hopefully, like most white women, hopefully, like a, a white woman that's postpartum, he You know what? I'm not going to Oh, let me turn this down. It gets real loud. So, uh, let me just uh, uh, Gone but not forgotten You know what James deserves more than this uh, Why am I screen Slowly Because white people say Y'all niggas talking too much shit Ivana Trump She dead y'all She was uh, I believe the first White woman to allow this orange motherfucker known as Donald Trump to put his semen inside her vagina. She dead. She dead. She she unleashed three of his spines. Yes. Onto onto the onto the planet. Is, is she responsible for that slack jaw motherfucker known as Donald Jr.? She is. <sighs> she is. I don't you know what? I don't trust a man with no chin, but I don't trust a white man with no chin even more. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, she dead, y'all. All the pissing she did on the former president and all that shit, she dead, y'all. But fuck her. I mean, no, you can't fuck her because she dead. I mean, you could. There are people who, if you, you know, know, shit, you get a Brazilian anesthetist. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nah, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. I had. I gotta come. See, why well, I gotta come back to this? <laughs> But he's training. See, luxury science to be his next area expertise. I let her was come. I let her was come. Come to this. Anyway, um, they come to this thirty-one times, thirty-one ah, flavors. Thirty-one flavors in your mouth: ice cream, chocolate, <laughs> rainbow. 
Anyway, I hope that's the right thing. You can't you 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 came in to this fuckery. Anyway, <laughs> let me stop this for the SEC or whoever. SEC that's football. Anyway. Whoever it is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking Marvel Comics or somebody. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to pause it, but whoever's out there listening, I tried to pause this. I paused it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go close this window. God fucking. I have to just close the. Yeah. They're gonna shut us down again? Yeah, they probably will. Be they're gonna close. Yeah, they're, they're gonna cancel our podcast. Brothers Breaking Bread is gone, but not forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, hey, we, we definitely were about three weeks ago. <laughs> three weeks ago. Yeah. Spotify said, hey, for some reason, you sent an email from somewhere. We shut down y'all whole shit. I said, what? <laughs> I mean, you, you saw the email chain. They literally said, "Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying Spreaker because Spot." And that's that's the other thing we didn't announce it, but Spotify finally got back online last week. Yeah, while we were gone. Yeah, yeah. Spreaker because we was getting back on Apple, but Spotify was still like they were still hesitant. They were like, mm. Mm. <laughs> no. Mm. So y'all niggas mm. gone and forgotten, but then yeah. they 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 remembered us. So we, we prefer our niggas docile and not speaking speaking about real life shit. Exactly. We like EPMD, baby. We back yeah. in business. We back in business. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but for real, I mean, uh, sorry, I'm not sorry. She married Donald Trump. So yeah, that, that's bad. But you know, if you marry a musty dick nigga, you deserve <laughs> musty dick nigga. Hey, but you know what, man? You can't. We can't. We can't. Uh, paint, we can't make revisionist history too, though. You know, Donald Trump was a revered figure uh, back in the day. You know what I mean? He was he was uh, uh, admired for he's his business savvy and his wealth and yeah, all that yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, he's always been an asshole. Yeah, you know, yeah, rappers I, was rappers was shouting him out. Motherfuckers yeah. was performing at his events and functions, and yeah. you know what I mean? I hear you. Uh, I, I he just seemed like he seemed musty dick to me. So I, hey, but but I choose also, not to think about Donald Trump's dick. But but she also raised Eric <laughs> and Don. Yeah. So, so yeah. She, she got Andy Bunker. Andy Bunker. She got Andy a Bunker. she got a musty pussy with a musty dick motherfucker, <laughs> oh, and they they raise musty dick kids. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you say. I, I hear what you're saying, Zeb. Hindsight is a thing, but I'm drunk, <laughs> and I'm gonna say. I ain't gonna argue with you. I ain't gonna. I know you I, I'm not arguing with you. I'm I just saying. You. I was just pointing it out. I love you. I love you. You're right. We can't do that. But I'm going to shout out to him and his musty dick children. <laughs> and her musty, her musty, her musty pussy. That One of them got a musty pussy. Not a musty they gave birth to these musty dick ass motherfuckers, dog. They, she, she literally gave birth to the, the cavity creeps of children, nigga. The cavity creeps. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here we. No, no, no. But I hear you. Okay, it, it is hindsight. This is twenty twenty. Yeah, I, I feel you. Cavity creep. Yeah, yeah. Her, her musty ass pussy. Anyway, I mean, supposedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, she got musty pussy. Anyway. That's uh, just what I heard. Hey. Actually, who was that? Who was that? Who was that that talked about K. Michelle's pussy? 
I said the same thing about K. Michelle's pussy. I can't remember. What's that made on? What's that made on? I know Apple won't allow us to do it, but Apple, can we have at least one episode called Musty Pussy Ass Kids? <laughs> please, 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 please. Anyway, uh, you know what? We stepping on all with the real OG, James Kahn. He died, man. Yeah. 82. Mm. Godfather. Rest in peace. You know what? You know, you know, you know, hey, Zeb. You know What's how up? you don't fuck with uh, Ivana, uh, Ivana or whatever her fucking name is. Uh, you didn't say rest in peace to that bitch. <laughs> I did not. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm, I, I did I'm, not. I, hey, I'll just go let it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna let it be what it oh, is. Oh, just gonna yada yada that one, huh? Yada yada. Fuck out that master pussy. Anyway, James Con, uh, dead Godfather. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Anyway. Down right, with, uh, man, there was a there was an argument that uh you yeah, know yeah, yeah, have if it. Jane, if if Sonny wouldn't have, if Sonny wouldn't have got himself killed, that Michael would have never been uh who he was, who he became. Yep. You know. And I don't I, I don't agree. agree. I don't agree, but I respect the argument. Out of respect to James Kahn. Yeah. I forget, you know what, I forget, uh I think we were going through James Kahn movies. I forgot about Brian's song. Oh yeah, he was yeah. in that one. Yeah, yeah. I've never he seen. I heard that's a great mm-hmm. movie though. He, uh, it was Gail Sear. Uh, who was playing Gail Sear? Oh uh, right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was there was he was he was Brian. I don't know Erlacher, somebody for the Bears. Brian, somebody. No, not Brian Erlacher. It was. I know. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, bro. Brian Piccolo. 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 Yeah. Okay. But uh, fullback for the Bears, and then Gail Sears was played by. Uh, Billy, what's his name? Billy, Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Okay. Coke yeah. 45. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think uh, Piccolo died of cancer or something like that. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, I've never seen the movie, but I've heard a lot about it. Pretty good movie. Pretty good movie. So he played the main character in that, though? He was he was the title character, I, I think. The Brian dude? Okay. I think Gail Sears was probably the main character, but he was the oh, title. Yeah. Okay. Um... What else he did? He did, uh... I never saw Misery. Did anybody watch that? I did. I never saw it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Kathy Bates. That's right. He was a a writer. Hell of a movie. Mm -hmm. Very good movie. Hell of a movie. Don't have fans. That's the whole premise of the... That's the new premise of this uh, show. We're gonna be just... Don't have fans. We're gonna be just shitty enough not to have fans. There you go. Right. Especially people who are obsessed over you, man. You You don't want that. No. Don't have fans. Yeah, no. You, you, the, the question is, do you like your ankles? All right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, but uh, rest in peace to uh, Musty Pussy in uh, James Time. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that shit. That is. Hold on, don't be frowning, uh, Kim. You <laughs> you married this big face, orange face motherfucker. You, you deserve to be called Musty Pussy. You can call it whatever you want to call it. And I just did. I you know, can I call like. it whatever you like. You can have whatever you like. Lord, we done turned it into a song. Musty ass <laughs> kids. <laughs> oh, it's going to get worse. We have to be at the time, though. Anyway, keep moving. Uh, that's the show note, so I'm going to keep moving anymore. Uh, speaking of musty ass niggas, uh, Royals will be without 10 players 
for Rose Series versus Blue Jays. Oh, this 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 already happened. Yeah. Well, it's happening. it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it started happening two days ago. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh, there you go. My bad. It's, today's the fifteenth. Um. So yeah, niggas ain't vaccinated. And Canada said, "Yeah, uh, fuck y'all and your musty ass players." Hey, y'all hey, can't uh, our, Tim, can uh, we talk about this? No, y'all can't talk about this. Uh, <laughs> but it's about COVID. But it's yeah, still it's about, it's about vaccinations. Oh, oh, what you what you, you talking about, bro? You talking about, about uh, you talking about uh uh Tim Scott? <laughs> Tim Scott about to pop yeah, up, nigga. That's what you're trying to get back to. <laughs> that's what you're trying to get back to. <laughs> My nigga Tim Scott about to pop up. The Royals uh have not been as successful as I hoped for. I think uh they still have some good talent, which is which is kind of showcased in the story. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they're not ready yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got next year. We got next year. It's yeah, but 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 oh. more important than that though, and and hey, get ten, chill out, bro, chill out, chill out. But uh, more important than that though is that they've kind of made a, a controversy that I think is definitely on Royals Twitter is blowing up. But I think throughout the baseball nation, uh, so Toronto still has um, well, Canada, Canada, I think. Yeah, Canada. Canada is still banning people from entering the country mm-hmm. if you don't, if you're not able to prove that you've been vaccinated. Right. And so a lot of these major leaguers have not been forced to get uh, vaccinated. Now, like the minor leaguers, they'd be like, "Nah, fucker, if you don't ever want to make the majors, you better get vaccinated." Yeah. But these, these major leaguers have been allowed to, to kind of do what they want to do, and most teams have most of their people vaccinated. So like, they might miss two or three people. But the Royals are missing ten, and the roster is only twenty-five people. So forty percent, yeah, forty percent of the Royals' roster was not fucking vaccinated, bro. And, and like, it shows a lack of dis- a lack of respect for you know what I'm saying. Um, the rest of your teammates and, and the, mm-hmm. the community that you're in, the communities that you visit. Um, but I also think, um, what what came out on for today or yesterday. One of the best players on the Royals who was out because of this basically said, Well, if the Royals was winning what? And, had to, and had to make the playoffs what? And, and, had to, and had to go against Toronto in the playoffs, then I get the vaccine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's some fuck shit right there. That's some wow, fuck that shit. Is fuck, that is fuck shit. All that the is, way. Well, is, maybe if you was vaccinated and we uh, had a better chance of winning these motherfucking games, exactly. it might make yeah. a difference. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I just think it's a vacuum of leadership. Like if you if you're yeah, here talking exactly. this, talking this bullshit, like, hey, if we had a chance to win, where's your mindset at when we playing these games? Right, right. exactly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's something that's uh, definitely you're just people. getting a check. Sixty mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. And, and look, man, Kyrie Irving got drugged through the motherfucking mud for it, so you know. Rodgers and Rodgers, yep, true that, yep. Yeah, so with Maryfield. This is your day. What were you saying, AC? No, I'm just saying 60%. You know what I'm saying? 60% of it is what you motherfuckers do on the field. So what, what are you talking about? We we are not the Royals aren't winning. You are the Royals. <laughs> right, you are the Royals. Right. Yeah. True that. And so it, the trade deadline's coming up. Two, uh, he and another guy who are out, I think, are probably two of our top potential trade chips. Mm-hmm. And the question then becomes, if I'm in the playoff push – and I have a chance where I play Toronto in the playoffs, 
and your dumb ass ain't got the fucking vaccine, why the fuck would I trade for you? Right. right. Well, he did. You said that he said that he would get vaccinated. Well, that's one, but not the other one. You know, so the other one, one. Okay. The other one is Andrew Benatendi, and and he's like everybody is looking into him. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's having an excellent season. Um, but if he's not willing to do what it takes to be competitive in every situation, yeah. Like if we got to go to Toronto for a series, how the fuck are you gonna compete? Right. Yeah. I trust you. Yeah, man. So I, don't know, I, I thought, you know, I, I know, I know, I got my Royals bias, but I thought this was an interesting story for for the culture. You know what I mean? No, so, no, it, but it, I do think it should be pointed out that they did uh, win the game last night or yesterday. I don't know what time it was played. They got smashed today. Yeah, that's what you but, said. Yep. But they did, uh, they did squeak the one out the first game out there. And like I said, they've been pulling up people from Double A, Triple A. You know, minor leaguers that have no business being up here, but they right. die because the major leaguers don't want to do their fucking job. Right. Right. I wonder, do they pay them? I wonder if they paying them for these guys. No. They, they, they're, uh, so they're, they're, not, they're not getting paid uh, okay, cool. when they're Good. out because of this bullshit. Um, and it's giving, again, some young people uh, some opportunities to uh, perform and make a name. Hey, make the best of it then, man. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Uh, there was a guy who I didn't even heard his name. Before uh, yesterday, this motherfucker got his first major league hit. It was a home run. Oh, oh yeah. wow! Okay. In, in his first game, you know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, people people trying to take advantage of it. Um, yeah. And maybe trying to find a diamond in the rough. He might be the diamond in the rough. Like nah, I ain't gonna right? go that far. I ain't gonna go that far. I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. But but, but I, we are at the stage in the season where. It is clear we're not going to be competitive this year. Maybe it's time to go ahead and push these motherfuckers out here who have not done, who don't feel enough about the Royals and their community uh, to do the basic necessity of, of like it's not, the science is fucking is the science not settled on 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 fucking vaccine yet like have we have people been growing third it's eyes? Settled. That's why I don't understand why this is still happening in 2022. This it's been out for a minute. Everybody's had it. We're still it's alive. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, here's 2021. I mean, here's the thing. It's the same mindset as far as news getting the flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. It's the same mindset. But the thing is, like, because it happened under the God, the under the 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 realm of the Almighty God, Donald Trump. It's been politicized. Of course. And, you know, yeah, these, baseball is more of a white sport. It's more of a Republican sport than uh, mm-hmm. than the NBA, than the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they... I don't know about the NFL. I don't know. No, I, know I mean... I think, the comp- I think the people who compete in the NFL are more different. Okay, yeah, true that. I think, Maybe not the ownership, but the, the, yeah. the fucking... The, I think the people who compete in baseball are a little more Republican. Probably so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably right. I was thinking about the leadership, the ownership. And, yeah. And so they've been. They they, oh, the yeah, I mean, financial, financial. Yeah, 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 financial. Yeah, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. Baseball, what'd you say, AC? No, I was just saying it's a corporate sport. It's like, what other sporting event can, you know, a fucking stadium be full on a Wednesday at fucking 12 o'clock? And, and I mean, yeah, I think yeah, from ownership position, yeah, I think I, I mean, I think any of these sports, the fucking ownership is probably maybe not the NBA, but probably the NBA because Donald Sterling's out probably there. So. My- but but I'm saying the players, the the people who participate in the sport, I think it's going to be more Republican. The, yeah, I, think I think the people right the people that. who play baseball, 
grew up in Texas in the backwoods mm-hmm. of, you know what I'm saying, fucking rural ass areas. Right. Uh, whereas, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, basketball players came from urban Texas. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I just I think that. I don't, I don't think it's. And football, too. A lot of football players, yeah. I don't think it's any of that. I think if you had, at the time when all this shit kicked off, you had a president that said, hey, man, this is happening. We need to get vaccinated and do what you He got vaccinated. But he didn't. They booed him. But, uh, no, but he didn't public. He didn't publicize it to after the fact. For mm-hmm. a long time, he. This said, is true. Yeah, he said, this is true. He said this shit is like, China, he let that shit as far as like the Chinese flu, all that shit fly, and then and then this is what we got. If he had been been out, if he been been out front saying I'm gonna get vaccinated. Everybody got to do this shit. Niggas would have got vaccinated. Right. But I, I mean, think you can't. I, I think that you know, like. Um, I think Lady Lavender was just saying the science is so. I mean, who gives a fuck what anybody else is doing? You know, you know. I mean, but the they, science is there, so no, no, you got to no, make no, a decision no, no. on your. I understand what you're saying, bro. I understand because that's an example, and he has influence and blah blah blah, so forth and so on. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not negating that. That is absolutely true. But at the end of the day, you got to live your life. You got to make a decision no, no, for your fucking saying, self, right? But you saying you know science to motherfuckers who get their science from Fox News, bro? True. I, I'm saying I'm saying the culture in the Royals Clubhouse, but the culture in baseball period, I think is one that is more willing to allow motherfuckers to do what the fuck they want to do. A bunch of white boys? A bunch of good old mm-hmm. white boys who, like I said, come from those fucking rural ass areas yes. who play where they play so baseball. We, we, we saying the same thing, Joe. And and, and, and exactly. So so I'm saying because of that, we've seen the scrutiny on the NBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've seen how uh, Kyrie got drugged. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We've seen a little bit more of the scrutiny on on the NFL. But then the argument was that uh, Aaron Rodgers get to throw a touchdown and then you know what I'm saying? Niggas forgive. He got you know a pass. Saying? He got a pass. Right. All that yeah, you got a pass. pass. You know yeah, for sure. Um, but in baseball, it ain't even really been an argument. It's like not hmm? at all. Nobody really give a shit. Like, okay, do what you want to fucking do. And now, but see, now it's, it's where, uh, now, if this was. It because up, so many players. Now, yep. if the Royals was doing what they supposed to do. Right. And winning, and then we run to a situation where half your fucking roster can't show up to a game because y'all didn't do it. Then it becomes, I mean, it's, it's a big enough controversy now, but imagine how magnified it would be if we were in the middle of a pennant race. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you also got to look at, as far as Kyrie Irving goes, the reason why that guy blew up was because the city <laughs> he played basketball at had a strict non-vaccination policy. Just like Toronto, like Canada does. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's, what I'm saying. That, that, that's why Kyrie got drugged. It wasn't because, so like he could go play everywhere else. But because, yeah. since New York got this strict, this strict policy. Well, look at Andrew Wiggins, because Andrew Wiggins had the same situation. Yeah, because uh, uh, San Francisco uh, had but the hold same on, thing. Hold on, hold that, on. That, 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 that's been the meme, though. That nigga got vaccinated, now he got a ring. Mm-hmm. That's been the meme, though, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, real talk, had he not gotten vaccinated, mm-hmm. yeah, Golden State probably doesn't get that ring. They don't. Because he balled the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. They don't. So, I... But 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 like but but as we talked about on this show so many times, niggas will always bear the brunt of it, right? Aaron Rodgers would get a pass. Um, whoever else would get a pass because they white. 
Especially mm-hmm. if you're in a white diamond. Because in baseball, they're not going to give a fuck. They're going to be like, oh, whatever. They're not going to give a fuck because it's like, you know, like we said the, 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 demographics, the demographics of that is are, are mostly white people. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Yeah, you're right. I mean, but also, back to my point, though, it's like if you ain't got a president that says, hey, man, don't get a worm, whatever y'all want, the, 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 the American or whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever that is, something that's used to, to deworm horses, don't do that. We didn't have a president at that time that said, don't do that. That's true. You're right. Well, he definitely created this fucking yeah. culture of bullshit. Yeah. 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 And, and like, I got people I had a worker that was like, well, you know, it's all politicized to get the Donald Trump out of the White House. I'm like, bitch, we got people on the floor right now that are dying. What are you talking about? No, I, I, can, I can name people that died in, in my circle. Exactly. So I can name people that died. I can name people that got fucking that got fucking infected. Matter of fact, like in the hospital, the same people that were saying we got COVID patients were the same people that saying this fucking being politicized. I'm like, bitch, is it is it Uchiwali or Black Girl Lost, my nigga? And it was also <laughs> they were all white. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, they would have missed that one. They, 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 no, they did miss that one. <laughs> And they missed Amen. it. And you know what? I'm glad they missed it because they keep missing shit. And that's why we're yeah. about to fucking die because motherfuckers won't get vaccinated. Here we are. Anyway. So, I, I you know, tab, so keep going, I'm ready I'm to trade these motherfuckers. Fuck them. I mean, you know it's like, yeah, fuck them all, dog. Like, I, I, you know, I think Whit Merrifield is a very solid player, but he obviously is on some fuck shit. He sound like he ready to go. So let his ass go. Yeah. He ain't in it. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you ain't in it, then fuck it. You don't need to be here. All right. Let these young guys come up and, and get their shot. Because that's what it's time for anyway. You mm-hmm. helping, helping or you hurting? There we go. That's how we won last time anyways. So, you know. This, yeah, this reminds me of, like, this reminds me of the 2012 season where uh, the we had the All-Star game in Kansas City in 2012. Mm-hmm. And the, and the Royals put out a slogan that said it's our time. So we had been trashed for decades, mm-hmm. and they was like, "This is our time. It's our time." So we got our young guys; they ready to go. They brought the young guys up, and then they got smashed. <laughs> so it looked it looked really bad when you say it's our time, and you you still getting smacked. Uh, I think that I feel like I feel like this is good for us. Hopefully. That team kind of took the lumps and then got better the next year, got better the year after that, and, got, and then eventually won the World Series about three years later. Uh, hopefully, we get back to the point maybe the next mm-hmm. two years where we're, we're competing for playoff spots and see what happens. You know? Right. So. All right. There it is, man. That's all. Yeah, I mean, these motherfuckers ain't producing anyway, so they ain't producing. You ain't getting vaccinated. You sound like you don't want to be here, so, you know, go on. Go on. I think. I mean that's our like one to two year talk about baseball. I think ten has lowered his guard or his walls or whatever. I don't know what's happening over there. He got quiet. We appreciate it, bro. No, he he's like the Proud Boys. He he stood he stood he stood down. But he's standing by. <laughs> he's standing by. Standing by. <laughs> you know what? All it takes is a, all it takes is a call from Ten Scott. Hey, you know what? Wow. But in, in, you know what? In honor of that though, uh, Ten, we gonna send you a. Dan Sorensen. Dan Sorensen. <laughs> 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 
Oh, man. That motherfucker's still stuck on stupid. You say, you say, uh, you say, you send him, uh, return the sender. That motherfucker uh, needs to go back. <laughs> return the oh, sender. Oh, I guarantee, I guarantee you this is his first and last year in New Orleans. So we, we guarantee. We got, he probably got, got five year contract. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> five years? Oh, shit. Well, he's going, he's going to be on the cutting block. I'm telling you. So, uh, yeah, you know, contracts don't mean shit in the NFL. So, so, so right. well, they starting to. They so, starting to. So, per our usual, the tabs have been tabulated. Any caveats out there in the oh, uh, community? I am good. Yeah. It's been a long one. It's been a long Welfare one. Welfare check, everybody. Everybody's everybody's been good. So, uh, you, yeah, you were here the uh, the uh, as we uh, this episode, all the episodes when you uh, check in and listen. Uh, Joe has uh, his lovely voice. Talking about how you can get at us if you have something to add as far as like our mid uh, season review, so that we can add to the chopping block or add it to something that gets added to and not get chopped. Let us know. Are right? we doing uh, listener participation? Well, I mean, yeah, we, we always we always uh, encourage it. I don't know. We um, always encourage it. We get we get some. I love time. it. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful thing. We should uh, allow people to yeah chime in if yeah. y'all got some other. Um, some other nominations that we missed. Most you know of it's mean? just them telling me to shut the fuck up. But if I don't, if if, if I'm not quiet, then <laughs> we don't keep the show moving. So they don't understand how the show works. <laughs> mm. Right. Anyway, no, nah, I'm just playing. But no, nah, man, yeah, definitely out there, man. Uh, mid uh, mid year review. Uh, give you a nomination, best episodes in all our categories. Show notes. We'll let you know uh, how we do this thing here. So uh, definitely uh, put in emails, uh, t- uh, tweets, all that, all that shit's necessary because it makes the show better. <sighs> Once again, I'm about, I'm about to start a bunch of Twitter accounts and uh, there we go. I ain't, I ain't got no Twitter account. I'm about to start a bunch <laughs> of them and send in a bunch of fucking shit. So like I said, once again, man, uh, no caveats out there. No one has anything to add to the show. There we go. Uh, Slim AC, Miss Kim, Honey Buns, Lady Lavender, Zeb, the Soldier, Ten Meters. Uh, oh my God! I'm in <laughs> it's probably you've you been drinking, right? <laughs> the Brothers of Doom, Joe Jeff, aka Joe Pie. I'm the Casey Stork. You almost made it. I almost made it. I almost made it, right? I was like, <laughs> niggas away, but so many niggas here. But you know what? I love it. I love it that so many niggas here because we need this, right? We're here for y'all. Never, never ignorant. Getting goals accomplished. There we go. Never ignorant. I love it. 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 But anyway, uh, <laughs> Triple B Podcast, Brothers Baking Bread. Never, ever, 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 ever miss a moment break bread with your brothers or your sisters. We out. Good night, y'all. <laughs> Good night. Break bread with your brothers whenever possible. One more rep. You know that feeling you get when things just magically work? 
Like when my 300 gyms get restocked ahead of schedule? Bingo! Your equipment supplier has Salesforce Customer 360. It unites teams around gym owners like you for wow moments like when new weights come in my custom shade of blue. And those gym towels you liked? So plush, so thick. With just one click. Wow! See how uniting your teams can help you wow customers at salesforce.com slash customer 360. St. Jude moment. Ashton was a high-level athlete and in a, an instant your world flips and your healthy five-year-old competitive cheerleader has a brain tumor and the physician was like your best option is St. Jude. Receiving treatment that was life-saving for our child and knowing that that treatment would be of no cost to us was a huge weight lifted. Learn more at stjude.org. Network of awareness makes your brain coherent. One of the fastest growing podcasts, you can hear it 24 7. You got listeners out in London, informationalists in Paris. Echo spreading out, no parrot. Just dissect, digest, and share it. The righteous rhymes hit the spirit. Click 90 times, it won't perish. Cause y'all's the mind ain't no fairy tale like the barely our parents. It's time to rise, don't get weary. United minds, it's apparent. Download every single errand, but most ain't fit to catch it, even if they were Larry. Interviews, the interludes, they enter you, taking you on a journey like no other. It places you in a state of awareness. It's your fault if you hate the truth. Cause Yahweh been Yahweh's on his way, my brother. Better change your views. All praise yeah.
positive people. You are now tuned in to the Network of Awareness podcast radio station, giving you in-depth information on society and culture in America and abroad with messages of inspiration, with keen insights, reputable interviews, and much more. So now, without further ado, your host of the Network of Awareness podcast, Aura, the informationalist. Peace and greetings, people. This is all the informationalists from the Network of Awareness. And welcome to Wisdom Wednesdays. Yes, folks, it's approximately 7.04 p.m. Wednesday, June 22nd. And we got a great interview for the first half of this broadcast. And um, today's episode for season four, episode 28, is called Committed to Your Calling. And we have a great guest that I'll be introducing in just a moment, who's going to talk about her journey into her craft, her business, her entrepreneurship, her calling, her faith, and her passion to pursue purpose so people it's so important to answer the call from the most high when the call comes in and we all receive the call but many are called and only few answer that call and that's why only few are chosen so we have a entrepreneur that has products that are good for your body for your skin for your overall health and it's very important that we stay natural and we stay organic as much as possible in a world that is filled with toxic treachery to infect our bodies with a multitude of poisons so it's important that we support the entrepreneurs that are actually providing us with products that are all natural and are healthy we need that more than ever so with that being said brothers and sisters i'm gonna give her a a round of applause first and we're gonna let this uh with this beat rock out for a second here Let's give her and clap. So, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I want to welcome to the show. Let's give her and clap. Yeah. (laughs) 
So welcome to the show, entrepreneur, owner, founder of Generis Body Butters, uh, Love Thy Nature Products, Antoinette Marie. Let's go. How you doing, sister? Thank you. Hello, I'm doing good. Shalom to everybody in the chat room. Like, um, I want to thank Brother Ora for having me on his show. I really do appreciate you. I really do. Y'all just bear with me because I'm a little nervous, you know, about speaking. But I want to welcome everybody to the chat room. And all praise, Yah Elohim and Yahweh being Yahweh. <clears throat> and I'm here today to talk about my products and how you can benefit from it and how it's really good for your skin. <laughs> and I can <laughs> attest to that because... Um, she sent me two body butters and um, they work really well for the skin. It's been really good for my neck. Um, even when I shave, um, it's good. It's been good for the, the side of my face. And um, I'm looking forward to the oils that I'll be using very soon. So with all that being said, you're an entrepreneur. You also, um, you also are a nurse. Is that correct? Yes, a, a med tech. A med tech. Okay. You're in the medical field. Yes. Um, and uh -huh. you're a hardworking sister. So I know we're pressed for time. So what I want to do is I want to get right into the meat and potatoes of this. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, a brief bio, and then we'll 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 go into your your business and how it came to be. Okay, well, you know, everybody know me, and my name is Antoinette Marie, you know, and I do medtech. I am in the medical field, and I also have my own products, my own business. I actually started the business, I actually started this like in 2012, around 2011, 2012, around that time. That was the, around the time when the, um, when y'all was waking me up, and for some reason, I just wanted to research and just wanted to do natural products. Like I always was fascinated with skin. For some reason, it was just something about skin. I actually really wanted to be a dermatologist. So that really didn't happen. So I just started researching and I started studying about the skin and the natural products. So it took, it actually took me years to perfect this. Like I just didn't wake up one day like, okay, I want to do body butters and just get some oils and just put it in a jar. No, I actually researched this for like about 10, 11, 12 years. It took me time to come to this point about the um, body butters and the natural oils and stuff. And the only reason why I really came out with it is because I had eczema really bad on my legs. Like, you know, eczema is like really dry skin. And when I used to go to the doctor, they used to just give me um, steroids and hydrocortisone you know, to ease the pain and the steroids. I didn't like the, the effect and the way the made that steroids had made me feel. It made me feel like different. I didn't like, I didn't like all them drugs in my system. So I was like, okay, I'm going to study and I'm going to research and I'm going to come out with a product that can heal your skin all natural instead of just having all these medicines. And, and you know what I'm saying? That the doctors give you that can harm you. So I just start studying about um, natural products, about avocado oil, hemp seed oil. Um, I, I just started studying it. And 
oh, in due over time, it actually came out right. Like it's to the point to where the body butters that I make, it actually can heal your skin. It actually heals diaper rash and you can put it in your hair and it makes your hair grow. So it took me time to perfect the stuff that I use. I just didn't just get anything and just put type of anything in there. No, I actually study it and I researched the oils and what it can do for your skin. That's what I really did. Let me ask you a question. When I was a little kid, I used to do mock radio shows with my best friend. Is there any connection to what you're doing now with your business that um, compelled you or inspired you as a little girl? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you was like always into when... skin? Go ahead. What you say, brother? Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was saying, were you always into like um, the skin? Because you wanted to be a dermatologist. So I'm assuming that even as a little girl, these were some of the things that you were inspired to do. Yeah, I always was like that when I was a child. I was just so fascinated with the skin. Like, because, you know, the skin is the largest um, organ on your body. People, A lot of people don't know that. That's the largest, the largest organ on your body. And I was just so fascinated with skin. And then by us being Judah, black people, you know what I'm saying? Like, we really need something really good on us on our skin. So I just started researching it and coming up with all these natural products. And a lot of black, black a lot of Judah people don't know is that the hunt, the sun can hear your skin. The plants can hear your skin, the dirt, the, um, the plants, all that can heal your skin. And people don't really look into that. They really don't research that because they're so used to going to Bath and Body Works and Victoria's Secret. But those products have so many chemicals in it, like a lot of chemicals. And they don't understand that. Like a natural oil, a natural body butter for your skin should only take about good least four or five to six ingredients. That's all you need. Because the, the ingredients that I put in my... um my body butters is actually um it's raw hemp seed butter raw hemp seed butter mango butter avocado butter avocado oil aloe vera oil and butter oil all those are natural and it's all plant-based and it heals your skin and by the way for all the people that are joining the chat room um in another 15 minutes or so as we continue and progress in this interview, if you have any questions for Antoinette Marie, put them in the chat room and I'll let her know what those questions are. Okay. So since you said since 2012, so now when I, when I decided to do this episode with you, I decided to call it committed to your calling because I remember you saying that this is your calling. And I know that mm -hmm. you are a woman that has a strong, unwavering faith for the most high. And when it comes to your calling, how did this, how did this compelling to start your own business develop in your spirit? And how did the most high communicate this to you to inspire you to want to, to, to answer the call, so to speak? Um, honestly, to tell you the truth, I, I don't know. I was just like, around the time of 2011, 2012, 
that's when it was around the time that Yahweh was waking me up. And around 2012, I don't know what it was. It was just something in my spirit. I just woke up one day and I was like, I want to create something that's going to heal somebody, somebody's body, somebody's skin. At first, I wasn't making body butters. I was making natural lip glosses and eyeshadows. This is a St. Jude moment. Ashton was a high-level athlete. And in a, an instant, your world flips. And your healthy five-year-old competitive cheerleader has a brain tumor. And the physician was like, your best option is St. Jude. Receiving treatment that was life-saving for our child and knowing that that treatment would be of no cost to us was a huge weight lifted. Learn more at stjude.org. So I started doing that like in 2012. And then like maybe a couple of months later, I just started doing natural butters and stuff. And that was just with shea butter and coconut oil. I didn't know everything that went into it. So I just started researching about it, what could heal your skin. So I, I honestly, I don't know. I think it was just the spirit that Yahweh put the spirit on me. Just get up one day and just create something that's going to heal your skin instead of going to the doctors and they're giving you steroids and other medicines that's going to cause you harm to your body. And I just woke up one day and was like, okay, I'm going to create something that's going to heal people's skin and grow their hair. Even with um, people that got, um, what is that? Um, when they scalp is like real messed up and, you know, the hair fell out. I said, I think I want to create something for that. Oh, alopecia? And that's what I do. Are you talking about alopecia? Yeah, alopecia. I'm sorry. With uh, <laughs> what Jada Pinkett is. is faking the funk saying that she has. <laughs> yeah, so she say she got yeah. it. She ain't got no alopecia. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, um, I just said I want to start doing something that's going to heal somebody, you know, heal their skin. Because, you know, we got to keep our skin looking good. And then the stuff that you put on your skin, it actually goes inside of your body too and it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. So that's why I started doing it. Like, I just enjoy doing this. I really do. And, you know, uh, not for nothing, when I first started using your body butters, it did make my skin feel good because I have very bad skin. Um, it's hereditary from my father. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, I have to make sure I take extra care of my skin because it's, it's probably one mm-hmm. of the worst things that I have. Um, but I've gotten over a lot of the um, eczema and all that from nickel and being allergic to things. But when it comes to the business aspect, can you let the listeners know how you came up with the name? And let me actually, did um, I pronounce it right? My oldest daughter came up with the name. My oldest daughter, she's um, 27 years old. Yeah. I'm an old head. (laughs) She actually (laughs) came up with the name. The pro the company is called Love Thy Nature. She came up with the name, but I named the body butters Joinier Body Butters and the other products after my two daughters. My two daughters' names is Joinier and Jury. So I combined them together. So my daughter actually came up with the name of Love Thy Nature, the company. But I just combined it, both of their names together for the products. That's how I came up with it. Okay. So now I got it right. So it's Love Thy Nature is the is the company and Janaris yeah. Body Butters is is um is the website. That by the way, I will have the website link in the description box for oh. those that are listening. 
If you want to order directly from Antoinette, the link will be in the description box as soon as the episode broadcast or the broadcast episode finishes. Give it about five minutes and the link will be in there. So if you want to order from her directly, you can order from her at that website. What I'm also going to do is I'm going to plug in her Instagram account um, because we both follow each other. So I'm always seeing what you're posting. So I'll have the Instagram account for those that feel more comfortable going to Instagram from there. But I'll have both links in the description box. Um, do your children help you with your business? Yes. Yes, they, they really do. They do. I, um, it is sometimes it's a little struggle for me because I work, I work a lot. Like I really do. I work like sometimes double shifts on third shifts. So sometimes when people order stuff, I'll be trying to get the orders out as soon as possible. But by me working at the same time, working third shift, I sleep constantly sleep all day. And then I get up and try to do the products and send it out. But I had um, taught my children how to do the products just in case if I'm just too tired. But I because I have to teach them how the measurement, how much to put in there and what to put in there. Like, I really have to teach them that. But they, they do help me out a lot on some occasions when I can't really get some of the products out because I really do be tired. So it's like I'm trying to run a business and work at the same time. I wish I could just stop working and just do this business to keep moving. <laughs> but well, I, I can't believe do that right now there. because I'm not putting in a lot of money from the business. And which I really don't care about the money. I just enjoy doing it. And I just enjoy people being happy about the stuff that I do and it feels good on their skin. But yeah, my children, they, they actually do. They help me out a lot. Okay. That was actually my next question, but now I'll, I'll uh, preface it by saying, I believe that when you do the things you love doing and you're committed to it, eventually it's going to evolve. So I believe that you will be in a position to where you don't have to work those long hours and you can fully commit to your business. Um, I think that that will come for you with time, just like with anything else. The more time you invest in slowly but surely evolves. It just takes time. But I, I think you're going to get there, sister. Um, it does. When it comes to um, your products, can you give a list of the different types of products you offer and then... After you do that, can you also mention maybe any ideas for some future products that you have that you're going to be coming out with? Or if you don't want to release those secrets, that's fine with me, too. No, I'm going to release the secrets. Yeah, um, <laughs> I have um, candles, natural lip gloss that I actually make this. I actually make the lip gloss. By everything that I do, I make it by hand. That's why sometimes when they call it's like my order didn't come, I'm actually making this by hand. It really does sometimes take time. And I do um, candles, I do lip gloss, bath salts, oils, and body scrubs. And the next thing I'm going to be doing in another couple of weeks is actually for the females. And it's, you know, I don't want to be too prerogative on the show. It's about, you know, our area down there, about our vagina. I'm going to be doing Yanni's things. And um, Yanni Pearls that helps the pH balance of females, you know what I'm saying, of 
okay. in another couple of weeks and I'll be selling those. And that's all natural because it's all natural. Um, it's like actually flowers and herbs. And they Can do you? Yanni seams, you know, and it goes up into the female's vagina and it cleans them. It cleans the vagina out. Okay. Well, you kind of broke up there, but just to let you know, I put the explicit button on, so you can say whatever you want to say. There's no, there's no, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> there's no censorship here. But um, you did break up a little bit, but that's fine. Um, so you have a product that's going to help fe- uh, females hygiene, so to speak, right? Yep. Let me yes. ask you, I didn't even know you had body scrubs. I completely, I don't know why I didn't know that. Um, but the body scrubs, um, what does that do for you? It actually, get, it opens your pores up. It cleans all the dirt and the oil off your body, especially your face. And I just mix that with, um, a lot of people don't know that brown sugar is actually not just consuming it, but just putting it on your body is actually good for you. And I mix that with brown sugar and avocado oil and honey, raw, raw honey. And I mix it in together and you just put it on your face and you, you can put it on your whole body and just leave it on your body and your face for a good five to 10 minutes and then just take it off. And it takes all the oils and the dirt that's, that's inside of your body, especially your face. It cleanses your face. Mm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. wash with uh, brown sugar um, once a month, but I buy like the yep. uh, commercial products of it. So I definitely got to check out your body scrub. Um, your candles, are your candles scented? Yes, I have scented candles. Yes, they are. I actually have... Um, Two new scented candles that I have put on my website. I think it was yesterday. And the two scented candles are Sex on the Beach and Baby Magic. <laughs> hey, so all yeah, you all you beach. people that like to uh, smoke weed, uh, definitely you want to check out <laughs> Internet's uh, candles. Get that smell out your room or your house. Um, when When it comes to... Your calling, right? Um, when you started doing this, did you feel like, I know you say you don't make a lot of money from it right now, which is, you know, I think that success shouldn't be equated with money. That's a, that's an American thing, right? But it is. was there ever a moment where you felt like you made a breakthrough in what your most passionate about, which is, you know, producing and, and, um, making these products. I did. I did because when I first started doing it a couple of years ago, um, it was a little bit of people here and there that was buying the products. Like I said, I really don't care about the money of the products. I just enjoy doing it. And I like to see the look on people's faces when they do buy my stuff. And um, it was a breakthrough. I really didn't actually get a breakthrough with, with my products until the beginning of this year. I don't know what it was, but Yahweh did something and I had got a breakthrough with it. And I praise Yahweh every day for that because Yahweh would give me a little bit customers here and there and people 
really do enjoy my stuff. And I appreciate that so much from y'all. And I appreciate all the people that been buying my stuff. But a couple of months ago, it really wasn't, it, it really wasn't like that. It was okay. But it was like, I was getting like, um, bad reactions from, and I'm going to say it from my own people, black women, like they will compare my prices to Bath and Body Works or Victoria's Secret. You know, they was like, well, I can get a jar of body butter or a lip gloss or whatever, but at this amount, amount of money versus your stuff. But I would try to tell them it ain't about, about the money. It's about the stuff that's in the product. The stuff that I have is are organic. It, it heals your skin. And it's like they really couldn't see that. And, you know, so I didn't really get a breakthrough until like the beginning of this year. Like, And it's crazy because I've actually been doing this since 2012. I've been doing this for a long time. But I guess I'm on Yahweh's time. So mm-hmm. Yahweh let me get that breakthrough this year. Hey. He I'm, did. Well, I hope that, you know, all the people that are listening and will be listening down the line, um, take advantage of this because, um, you know, this is going out to a lot of countries, over 50 countries, over 46 states now. So I believe that there's a lot of people, if you want something all natural, I think that's the concept that people miss. Yeah, you can get a product at Bet Bath & Beyond or Body Works or wherever, but it's not going to be the quality. It's not going to be that quality of natural products. There's going to be some type of manufactured chemicals that process the the stuff that they want to get opposed to your products. So it's just like when you buy organic food or you go in certain places to get real food that doesn't have pesticides and all that. It's going to cost a little bit more money because it takes more time Uh or more right. effort to grow that type of product the right way. Or, you know, it's like um it's like getting a a, a good vegan meal opposed to getting McDonald's. <laughs> you know, I could get three right. or four McDonald's meals for my one vegan meal that's gonna give me more substance and, and nutrition. And at the same GMOs. time, I actually put my own money into this. I put my like you know, with the taxes money that came this year, I don't, I didn't buy anything. I didn't buy no new car, no new front. I didn't care about none of that. I took the little taxes that they gave me and I put it into my business. I used that whole check. So I used my own money to put into this business. Every time somebody orders something, I have to put my own money into this. I don't get no handouts. I- At Ozo, we know you love bacon. The smell the sizzle, the crispiness. So we made True Bite Bacon out of plants. The smell, the sizzle, the crispiness. Think it's too good to be true? Well, bite into it to believe it. It's 100% plants, 100% delicious. Ozo, a True Bite experience everyone will enjoy. 
You want a Western adventure, but you also want modern convenience. What you want is Boise. We have 15 breweries just miles from Hop Farms, and our downtown is packed with more than 100 craft restaurants. We have an outdoor theater where deer walk by. Seriously. Oh, and we have more than 200 days of sun every year, which make those hundreds of miles of trails around the city pretty awesome. This is Boise, the unexpected West. Plan your trip to visit Idaho at visitboise.com. Don't ask the government, nobody for anything just to get, you know, like a um a business loan. I put my own money into this. Every day, my own money. Um, do you do PayPal? Um, no, I, I can. I probably have to put it on there to do PayPal. But yeah, I do. I, can I do would PayPal. definitely. I would suggest for you, sister, to do PayPal because the more money you start bringing in PayPal, they've offered me business loans because of the amount of money that oh. circulates through the account. So that might be a good way for you to to expand and grow your business because PayPal will offer you a loan that you can pay back in increments. Um, okay, that's good. I didn't know that. That's good. I would do that. But um. I wanted to let the people know in the chat room. And by the way, there's um there's people in the chat room, you know, giving you the salutes that you deserve. And um I want to let the people know in the chat room that um if you have any questions for Antoinette, put them in the chat room right now because she's only going to be on the air for another 30 excuse me, another 30 minutes. So Make sure you get those questions in because um, she's a busy woman, so she can't stay on for the whole two hours. So we're going to get her from seven to eight, which means that she has literally 29 minutes left. Um, This is from Sister Danita. She says, Sister Antoinette, what are your thoughts on spin brushes? I use them on my face two to three times a week. Actually, Danita, I spin brushes. I, I would say they they are pretty good. Spin brushes is okay because my daughter used them, and sometimes I use them. So spin brushes is it's okay. Just make sure you clean that spin brush out every time you use it. Like really, just clean it out. Like sit it in some um, hot water and some vinegar. Like overnight, it's just like a spin brush is just like a um, using a makeup brush. You have to really keep keep them clean so you don't have you don't constantly constantly putting dirt on your face but really cleanse them out like put it in like um a bowl overnight and put some vinegar in it and let it sit overnight and then the next day you know you put it on your face because it's like you're taking dirt and oil off your skin and then the next day you constantly constantly keep using it but spin brushes is okay just make sure you keep the spin brushes clean keep it cleaned out and cleansed with vinegar water um, what, is there anything that you would suggest when, um, is there any type of, um, what's what I'm thinking about is like, you know, when you have, when you sell products like yourself, um, is there any tips that you can give to some people like myself or the men or the women that use your products, um, any type of tips on how to use your products effectively? Is there anything, you, any advice that you can give on that? 
Um, it's no, you can just actually use the products as much as you can. Like, and like really with the body butters, <clears throat> you can actually put the body butters in your hair. It actually grows your hair. Mm. So just use a little bit amount in your hair and grease your scalp and you can put it on your hair. You can actually put it in your beard too. Will it take out my grays and my whites? No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I remember asking you, uh, you, got, you a while got to go back. To the hair, so. <laughs> I remember. You got to be proud of your gray hair. That's what you did. The gray hair means winsome. I'm almost 50 years old. I can't wait till I get my gray hair in. <laughs> well, That's it is you. it is Wisdom <laughs> Wednesday. It's Wisdom Wednesday. So. <laughs> yeah, you can actually use um, the products that you want, but with the um, the bath salts that I got, I actually miss. Um, Baking powder, so baking soda, baking powder, and some lavender oil with it, and some avocado with it, avocado oil, and I mix it all together. And with the um, bath salt, that bath salt actually relaxes you. It actually will put you to sleep. So that's one product that I really do love, like with the bath salts, because I was going to take a bath tonight before I got on the show, but I know I would have been gone. I would have been done with the bath salts. So with the bath sauce, you put that in your tub, it relaxes you. And as soon as you get out the tub and put the body butter on, you're going straight to sleep. That's good to know. Because the Yeah, because the lavender in it actually it calms you down. It calms you and it makes you like relax that you can sleep good. Instead of always trying to take sleeping pills or melatonin all the time. Just use the bath salt and it will put you right to sleep within like 20 minutes. So as you get out the tub. I'm going to try that this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> what uh, we have a question here from uh, from my queen letter. She says, mm-hmm. what can you use to get rid of blemishes and stretch marks? Uh, coconut oil. Coconut oil really do work. That to, to get a yeah, it really to get rid of um stress marks and blemishes. But you can also mix the coconut oil. Like go to the store and get like they sell them in grocery stores. Go to the grocery store and get like a, a real live aloe vera plant. It's a long plant and it only costs them maybe like four, maybe two to three dollars. And just get some coconut oil and take that aloe vera plant and cut it in half. Because, you know, aloe vera plants is like kind of slimy. So when you cut it open, take the slime part out of it and mix it in with the coconut oil. Mm. And there you go. You have something to get rid of the stress marks and you can put it in your hair. Okay. And Sister Crystal says, uh, Sister, what is a good amount to start off with to invest in a business? Oh, you got yourself on, um, sister, you got yourself on mute there. So we, we didn't hear anything you just said. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, I don't know. I just actually took like about, it, it depends on what, what type of business that you're doing and what type of products that you need. Because every business and every products is like different and everything costs different. But I took about, like I said, I took my little tax money that I had. See, all my kids is grown now, so I can't use them no more, no taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm trying to be funny. I had, you know, my last baby son. He just, he was eight. He wasn't 18 before I did my text. I only got about um, maybe 3000 and something. And I took the whole 3000 and I just bought everything that I needed to buy. So it just really depends on what type of business you got and what type of products that you need. Because a lot of stuff do, and by them bracing prices on stuff, a lot of stuff do cost. So I really don't know how much amount of, how much that you probably need to start a business. It just depends. And then plus you have to get your LLC. I think my LLC was like about a good 300 something dollars. Yeah, that's about right. Because it's yep. just 275 like and the extra fees. Yeah. Yep. And then my website is like about $40 a month. So it just depends like what, what you do and where you go at. But you make sure you get your them LLCs and that website because that's what's really going to cost you. Because like with a website, they'll take money out of you every month. You pay for your website every month. But make sure you get that LLC. It's worth it. It doesn't matter how much the LLC is. It's just worth it. Just get it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> what uh, what advice would you give people as far as like routine um, for their skin? You know, to keep their skin vibrant because. Obviously, you got your products and stuff, but is there anything you can um, give advice on on what somebody should do to make sure they're... Because I've heard one time from a dermatologist that the best way to clean your face is with cold water instead of hot water. So I was wondering what your what your take is on um, how to... You know, what type of routine somebody, whether male or female, should go through on a regular basis to make sure that they're keeping their skin, I guess, vibrant and healthy? It all depends on what type of skin that you have. You have oily skin, dry skin, or a combination. But what I do is that every morning when I get up, oh, whenever I go to work at night, it depends. I actually take some strawberries like some some raw strawberries and cut them up in half a little bit and put them up under your eyelids, like rub it up under your eyelids every day. It takes the bags from up under your eyes, even tea bags, like boil some tea and take the tea bags and put them up under your eyelids. And that help with the bags up under your eyes too every day. And um, when I do get up, I put, like I said, I use my own body scrub, you know, to do my face every day before I leave out and go to work. That's my routine. But what the dermatologist say with cold water, no, I don't think that's true because with cold water, cold water actually locks everything in. Just like if you're doing hair, like a lot of black females, we know when I used to go, when I used to relax my hair, that when you rinse your hair and you condition it, you use cold water. Because the cold water locks the conditioner in. So I wouldn't put cold water on my face. I would use hot water. Sometimes the dermatologists don't know what they be talking about because that gets the dirt out with the hot water. But my routine is getting up every morning and I use my um I use my scrub on my face and I put strawberries, I rub strawberries up under my eyelids every day and tea bags. And that takes and that actually keeps your um your skin looking young. 
It really does. Now, you said boil the, the strawberries or just take them out the fridge? No, boil, your, boil the tea bags. You boil oh. the tea bags. And when you get done with the tea bags, you take the tea bags out and you put the tea bags up under your eyelids. Okay. And you let it sit there for about a good 10 minutes. No, you get regular strawberries and just cut the strawberries up and put the strawberries up under your eyelids. Okay. The eyelids take away the bags. The, the strawberries is there to actually make you look stress, stress free. Okay. That's good to know. Hopefully mm -hmm. I'm going to start doing that. Hopefully I don't get hepatitis under my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry. Cause it, yeah. Cause they, they walk around here talking about this hepatitis in the strawberry. And I'm mad about that. Cause I yeah. use strawberries up under my eyes every day. Or if you don't want to use strawberries since they got this, this hepatitis going on, take some cucumbers and put them up under your eyelids and just rub it on your face every single day. Yeah, that I've seen in the movies. I've seen a couple of movies like that where the a lot of white women put the cucumbers on their eyes. I love cucumbers, so that's good. That's good to know. See, that's this is mm -hmm. good information because these are natural ways to keep your skin vibrant and looking good. Um, for the people in the chat room, keep those questions coming in. I see that we are question deficient right now. So, um, you know, we do have a comment, uh, from sister Danita. She says, sister Antoinette, come up with something to put the butter on my back. So I don't have to bother hubby to rub it on. Oh, I guess you want me to make a, something with an extra hand. I, I can't do that, sister. I'm sorry. I love you, baby, but I can't do that. He need to be putting it on your back. That's what he's supposed to do. So you heard it from Sister Antoinette. She's not an inventor. She just creates the the, the ingredients to put together. Um, What do you call it? Um, Is there anything that... You know, because we have about just just a little over fifteen minutes, and um, mm -hmm. is there anything you want to say on this show to let the people know that are listening? Something that you wanted to talk about or mention? No, just I just I really want to say that I appreciate everybody supporting me. On my little business. I really do. I appreciate that so much because when I first started doing this, I was thinking like, ain't nobody going to buy for me. Ain't nobody going to do this. You know, I was kind of worried a little bit, but Yahweh seen another plan for me. He seen that was like, you know, your stuff is good. I'm going to put you out there like that. And I just want to thank everyone that had bought for me. I know sometimes stuff be getting there late or whatever, and I got to work on it. I really do. I'm going to admit that. You know what I'm saying? That I have to get the stuff on time. Like when they order, I really do. But at the same time, I'll be working and working double shifts and working third shift and I'll be so tired. But that's something I do have to work on. But it makes me feel good when somebody buys for me and they enjoy my stuff. And I just want to thank everyone that who has bought for me and I appreciate them so much. I really do. I appreciate them because I really thought I couldn't do this. You know, I was really kind of scared because I thought people was going to talk about it, you know, and Dami. And sometimes we do have doubts like that when we, you know what I'm saying, trying to come out with something good or anything, trying to be an entrepreneurship. 
just be so worried about somebody going to say something bad about you. But, you know, I put that to the side. You know, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to even worry about that. I'm just going to put it out there. Either they're going to like it or they're going to love it. It is what it is. But I just wanted to just thank everybody just that has been supporting me. Because some people don't know when you support from black business, a lot of people know that Yahweh favor you for that. He favor you for that when you support other black business. He favor you. And a lot of people don't, they don't, they don't know that. Let's take a quick one minute commercial break to play your radio jingle. Um, and um, this is a, a jingle that uh, Take One and I um, put together for you, right? And by the way, brothers and sisters, if you ever want a jingle or some type of musical concept to come to fruition for whatever it is that you do, uh, whatever business you're involved in, definitely check out the Network of Awareness. And that is a service that we do provide. And with that being said, let's listen to this um, to this quick one minute um, jingle for, am I pronouncing it right? Janaris? Janaris Butters? Jornears. Jornears. I'm not saying Janaris. All right. Jornears. Jornears. Jonears Butters. <laughs> no, because my daughter, my both my daughter's name is Jory, and the other one is Janier. So I combine it together with Jonears. Okay, so let's listen to Jonears Butters. Uh, quick uh, uh, jingle, and then we'll be right back. That was dope, wasn't it? I think it was very dope. That was dope. Um, so let me see if there's any other questions here before I ask my next question. Um, yeah, so we have Brother Landon, who's also a fellow entrepreneur, right? And I like young entrepreneurs. Yes, I love so seeing nice. young entrepreneurs, right? Because, you know, for you and I, uh, Landon can be our son. So it's nice to see the young people doing our thing. Um, we understand, Sister Antoinette, it's better to take your time on your product. I bought from people from Amazon and they don't care how they package their products. Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. They don't. And I do, I try to, I try to do the best that I can. Sometimes when I get off work on third shift, I get here about nine. 10 o'clock in the morning, I'll be so exhausted and I'll be trying to put products out and I'll be trying 
to put it. Sometimes I'd be kind of discombobulated. So I was like, okay, I need to go lay my tail down for a little bit and then get these orders out because that is important the way you package the stuff. It is. Sometimes you, you got to take your time. Now, one question that I do have for you is what advice would you give to the young woman, specifically the young black woman who wants to do something for herself in regards to entrepreneurship? What advice would you give? Because you going through that process and and I've gone through the process myself. And let me explain what I mean is that whenever you want to do something great with your life that the most high is favoring you to do and is, is giving you all of the tools and the gifts and ability to accomplish. There is that self doubt that creeps in. There's a lot of fear. Um, It is the realm that we live in on this prison planet where fear is a, 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 a strong force because it's so highly promoted that we question ourselves. What advice would you give to the young people or anybody for that matter that wants to pursue something that they're passionate about? And and what advice would you give them to get over the threshold or get over that hump and that wall of fear and self-doubt? I will tell them that keep doing what you're doing. Don't never give up. And at the same time, it depends on that the company that you keep, because you have some people out there that saying that you want to do something good with your life. And a lot of people is not going to accept that. It's like, it doesn't matter. It could be your friends, your family, whoever you sleep with, anybody, keep them negative people from around you because they will bring you down. But don't give up what you want to do. Just keep doing it and don't overthink stuff sometimes. Cause me, I overthink stuff. I overthink everything. Like what they is they gonna like it? If I do this, what they gonna say? Just don't overthink it. Just do it. Do it by the best of your ability. And before you even do anything, you pray to Yahweh and you ask Yahweh to guide you. Is this what you supposed to do? Is this is this your calling? So just don't give up on what you want to do. And like I said, it depends on that the company that you keep because you got some people that be around you see that you're doing good and you want to come out with something. Being an entrepreneurship, some people would try to keep you down and be mad at you and we really hate on you and tell you that your products is not good. Oh, if even if you're a chef and you set a place or anything, some people that you're around will tell you where your, your food ain't all that good. And then you will start thinking that and having self-doubt about it and that ne- negative energy is around you. So if you want to do something and you know you're good at it, the first thing you do is you pray to Yahweh about it. And the second thing you do is just get them negative people from around you and just do what you got to do. Because Yahweh, he will see you through that. Just keep doing it, whatever you want to do, and keep your head up doing it. Just Absolutely. stop having self-doubt and having bad anxiety. Just keep doing it. That's right. Yeah, you even have people that try to copy what you're doing, too. You know, you have a lot of that going on around there, too. Um, I have another question for you. What um, inspired you to come up with the artwork that I'm looking at? It looks like um, um, a, a young little black girl with a little dress. 
<laughs> or or like a ballerina dress with the with the butterfly. What 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 inspired that um that image? Mm-mm. Actually, my daughter did that for me. She okay. came up with that image like maybe three four weeks ago. She came up with that. I like it. That was the same daughter and my oldest daughter, twenty-seven. Yeah, she the one who named actually named the products for me, named the company for me, and she came up with that logo like um, maybe a month ago. And she told me, "Ma, I think this is a good logo." And and I was like, "Yeah, I like it. I want to put a little more colors in it, like some rainbows around it." Yeah, I'm gonna have her do that because I, I, yeah, I don't know nothing about this technology on and on the computer do none of that. I was trying, but it, it just didn't work. So I'm gonna have her do that. But my oldest daughter, she came up with that logo. That's that's my oldest daughter's logo. Uh, just a suggestion. Don't have to take it. Definitely let her know to add the love thy nature in there too. Along with the yeah. with, you know, mm-hmm. with what's on top. Maybe have it come around. Um I'm just saying that because I do logos and I, I can see a lot of potential there uh for some more yeah. for some more, you know. Some to, to to add some more flavor to what you already got going on in that artwork. Um. Okay, so Sister Brandy says, Brandy Alyssa says, "Hey, Sister Antoinette, what can I use to treat blackheads on my face?" Um, a scrub. A scrub would take it right on out. Just use a scrub. Like I told you, I have scrubs on my website. Just use that scrub. And the more you put on your face, like constantly for the good seven days, the scrub would take it right on out because the, um, the, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. The, um, the brown sugar that's in the scrubs, it actually scrubs all the dirt and everything that's in your pores and it'll take it right on out. A scrub would take the blackheads out. Now the, the scrub, the scrubs that you use. What's the, what's the, um, I guess the right word uh, that I'm thinking of is the life expectancy of somebody that's using it regularly. Like how long would that last somebody until they have to buy another one? Um, about two weeks. Okay, so it's good to get you two. Just make sure you just, just keep it refrigerated when you get the body scrub. Just keep it in the refrigerator. Okay, people, you heard um, Antoinette say keep it in the refrigerator and definitely buy yourself two so you get a month's supply, right? Because two would get cover you for four mm-hmm. weeks. It's good to know. Um, last but not least, it doesn't look like we have any more. Let me see. Any more questions at this point? We have a couple of minutes left uh, before you have to go. Mm-hmm. So, um. Is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? Anything, any final comments? I always allow my guests to to leave a final statement or comment or closing statement uh, for all the listeners to hear. Yes, I just want to say I appreciate everyone that been buying my products because if it weren't for y'all, y'all, the people that buy my stuff, everybody buy my stuff, y'all motivate me to keep doing it every single day because every time I see something on the road, I was like, I got an order today. Okay. <laughs> I'd be proud of myself. I was like, okay, y'all really motivate me to keep doing this and keep doing it. 
And in another couple of weeks, uh, we'll be coming out, like I said, with the Yanni scene for the females and the Yanni pearls. I'm going to be coming out with some um, some shampoo and some conditioner, some organic shampoo and conditioner. And it's my own mixture with some fruits that I put in there that's going to really grow your hair and keep your hair so volumized and it, it helps your hair to stay thick. So I will be coming out with that in another couple of weeks and some, um, some soap, some natural soap. I actually want to come out with some deodorant too, but you know, I'm, I don't want to put too much on me right now because I'd be so tired from working. Yeah. So, but that's all what I'm about to come out in the next couple of weeks. But I just want to say, I just thank everyone that's been buying my products and I appreciate y'all so much I really do because if it weren't for y'all I wouldn't be motivated. Y'all motivate me to get up every day and want to do this stuff because y'all appreciate me. I really do and I thank y'all so much. And I thank Yahweh because if it weren't for Yahweh I wouldn't be doing this. You want a Western adventure, but you also want modern convenience. What you want is Boise. We have 15 breweries just miles from Hop Farms, and our downtown is packed with more than 100 craft restaurants. We have an outdoor theater where deer walk by. Seriously. Oh, and we have more than 200 days of sun every year, which make those hundreds of miles of trails around the city pretty awesome. This is Boise, the unexpected West. Plan your trip to visit Idaho at visitboise.com. At Ozo, we know the whole family loves chicken. Tender, juicy, delicious chicken. So we made True Bite shredded chicken and chicken cutlets out of plants. Tender, juicy, delicious plant-based chicken. Think it's too good to be true? Well, bite into it to believe it. It's 100% plants, 100% delicious. Ozo, a true bite experience everyone will enjoy. Yahweh motivated me to do this. To heal people's skin instead of just going to the doctors and they just giving you um, steroids and hydrocortisone for your body. Yahweh woke me up like, okay, I need you to create something to heal these people's skin. And that's what I did. And I thank Yahweh for it. And all praise to the Most High. Father Yah Elohim for that. Um, well, sister, I know you have to get some rest. I greatly appreciate yes. you coming on for the time that you came on for. And um, I'm definitely going to promote your links on my show. And they'll, they'll be in the description box. For all those that are going to be downloading the show later or now, because um, I always advise download the show so you have it because you never know. You always want to have it on deck. And um, I want to pr- say that you're doing a great job. You, you're doing something that okay. is meaningful. You're, you're making people's lives better. You know what I mean? And keep doing what you're doing. Um, I'm going to obviously promote this episode on social media by later tonight before I go to bed and stuff like that. So I just want to say thank you again for, you know, coming on. And um, in the future, we'll have you come back when you have some more time and you don't have to go to work and all that stuff. I will, because Um, I'm going to have some more new products then. And I just want to thank you, Brother Oris, so much. And, you know, it's an honor to be on your show. It really is. And I thank you. And and I want to say you do a great job of being the messenger. You do a great job. And I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
So, brothers and sisters, you now have heard it from, you've heard, oh, by the way, uh, before I forget, um, I wanted to make sure that I let you know that uh, Brother Mauricio said that it was nice hearing your voice and putting it to a face. And he said, Sister Antoinette, much love to you. (laughs) So, um, thank you again for coming on the show. And brothers and sisters, definitely, I'm going to have the links in the description box, so... Let's give another round of applause to Sister Antoinette before she goes. Here we go. Thank you, everyone. All right. So, um, thank you for coming on, and we'll be talking soon. And have a good night's rest until you have to do it all over again in the morning. Yes. You and oh, I are going to be waking up at the same time. In the chat room, and I praise the Most High. Thank you. Good night, brother. Or I appreciate you. All right, Barakatah, sister. Mm-hmm. All right, that was Sister Antoinette Marie from Love Thy Nature, and her website that I'll have in the description box. Is www dot um and she just told me she said Joneries or Janeries uh Joneers bodybutters.com and uh definitely if you haven't gotten any of her products go to her website she's on IG and get her products support independent business owners support our entrepreneurs because it's more important that we support each other because you see, I'm going to tell you something. You heard me say it yesterday in this so-called truth community. Okay. I'm telling you, there's literally a one third population in this truth community. That's really about this life. All right. And as a fellow entrepreneur and business owner, I could tell you that, when it comes to anything I do, I literally get about three to 7% of all the people that supposedly support me that actually support what I do wholeheartedly. And that is a statistical average for most business owners. And it's also, I believe in my opinion, a statistical average in this truth community because it's, it's one thing to say that you support people, all right? And that you, you know, you got all this righteousness and you live this life of truth, but it's a whole nother story when you actually live it and that your words correlate with your actions. Because a lot of times words are very insignificant if they don't have the actions to support them. And with that being said, support people like Sister Antoinette who are providing products that are actually beneficial to you. Support people like Sister Danita who actually do things like getting you a job that you can be pleased with and that's going to put money in your pocket and, and move you further along. You know, support people like Brother Landon 
who has products that can get you prepared righteously and also, um, you know, products that are good for you and lift your spirits up, make you feel good, right? Because when I spray that peppermint spray and that barakata spray, a lot of times I spray it right before my shows and I'll say a prayer. Sometimes I forget to do it because I'm so bombarded with so much stuff. But I say a prayer and I spray that barakata spray because, you know, it may be real ritualistic, but there is something in the scent that fills my spirit up with a sense of joy, happiness, peace of mind, and, and also purpose, believe it or not. So support the people that are actually taking the time out to give you something in regards to a product that has great substance. Whether it's somebody like myself who has a, um, a media company, right? Cause that's what I do. If, if anybody want to know what I do and I don't have my LLC set up yet, just to let y'all know, I have a DBA. I don't have an LLC because I'm doing my trademark first, but what I do is I provide creative media concepts. That's what I do. Besides the fact that I'm a messenger for the most high, I provide creative media concepts. People like Danita from A1 Career Services and Let's Talk HR Services provides a multitude of services in regards to staffing and job search and resume writing and all those good things. And then you also have people like Brother Landon that are going to provide you with products that are going to help you in being prepared for the unexpected, amongst other things. And then you also have people like Sister Antoinette who are going to help you to improve the quality of your skin and also give you peace of mind. So support the entrepreneurs that are taking the time out to provide great substance and high-quality products and services to help you improve your life. Because I'll be honest with you, I'd rather give my money to someone like Antoinette than give it to some person I never met in my entire fucking life that I get a product from a Walmart counter. That's just a fact. And I think that the more and more we get to um, support each other in that way, the more and more we actually really become a community. And... I'm not going to spill the beans because we got to wait until Friday. But I had a conversation with Brother Landon last year. I believe it was the beginning of last year. And Brother Landon had said something to me that was so thought-provoking where he talked about the Black Wall Street, right? And he talked about how he feels that within this truth community, we are creating another type of Black Wall Street. But the thing is that I said to him, I said, this is a little different because this is a spiritual thing, right? So he he mentioned and he was in agreement with me that it's a righteous Wall Street. It's a spiritual thing because the most high has his hands on it. See, the most high didn't have his hands on Black Wall Street. That's why it got taken down. But I believe that the most high, along with Landon, is 
got his hands on all these people that are coming together for the greater good to serve the most high and to serve each other. Because I'm telling you something, when we serve each other righteously, we are serving the most high because we was created in the image of the most high. And we are all expressions of that. So it's very important that we all support each other in that. And that's why when I said, and I didn't mean to be, you know, I didn't mean to be ugly, but I, you know, I, I, I keep it real. I speak truth and I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. I said it and I didn't say it to be disrespectful to anybody, but I said, let's see who, who joins the network of awareness TV channel on Roku. Let's see how many people, because at the end of the day, I'm still going to do it. But when people say, oh, they're going to support you and all that, they really don't mean that shit. Because nine times out of 10, the people that say they're going to support wind up not. And I'm not saying that for everybody, because I know that some of you say that you're going to subscribe. I know you will. Trust me, I know. But I mean, generally, most people don't. And it's the people that you think will not are the ones that do. And the ones that you think will, will not. And that is a motherfucking fact. So with that being said, brothers and sisters, let's take a, an intermission and I'll be right back. You are now tuned in to the network of awareness. 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 I built this shit. Me. And I'll be damned if I let you tear it down Just cause you don't like the way another nigga thought Thought, 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 thought In the mix In the mix
growing podcast for social sciences and society and culture around the world, baby. We moving up.
things I see in the media got me heated up. Girls belly in their teens used for pedophilia. Celebrities simply misleading them. How can you live with yourself knowing damn well that you're deceiving them? Feeding them non-physical bullshit for their mental like it's cool to be famous. When you know it's detrimental. Y'all convince them that it's hard work, dedication, and God. Last time I checked, we give all our praises straight to Yahweh. Hey, come on. The music is more than just vibes. Keeps us pushing forward every day of our lives. It's my nine to five to do it and do it right. You know I gotta stay on the grind. If deception was the only way that I could reach the me, I would stop rapping in a heartbeat. Music is a way of praise and father Yahweh Elohim. But Babylon tells you chase the dream. Infinite songs were only one third of it. It's living up to what it's supposed to be. Thank Elohim for the remnant who understands the power of music. The fear of COVID got people so petrified. In one's life lies, y'all and Satan choose a side. A lot of righteous haters try to play both sides. They lack faith and work so spirit stays penalized. I realize life is hard without the most high. And he who knows there's much to learn is really wise. Mad grateful to be alive to see the sunrise. Try to stop my vibes, I'm exercising so the nose. I'm in my prime, righteously prepared to shine and grind. So stop this surprise every time you analyze my rhymes. Cause all of us align with stars you can't even find. I spit that light that leaves chills up in your spine. You could have water but didn't. Who you kidding? And my fans are in forbidden. Who the fuck is you fibbing? You better think twice before you think on tripping on y'all children. If you feel hard, then we gonna make you harder. Hear it? If deception was the only way that I could reach the me, I would stop rapping in a heartbeat. Music is a way of praising Father Yahweh Elohim. But Babylon tells you chase the dream. Infinite songs, but only one third of it is living up to what it's supposed to be. Thank Elohim for the women who understands the power of music. You feel like music influences your behavior or people's you, behavior? If you allow music to do it, it's a difference. You know, like I said, there's people out here who could consume music one way and not, well, at least they feel they're not affected by it. There's other people who live their life through music, like anything that certain artists say is Bible to them. In the mix. 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 By the way, when she goes with it, none of these rappers, y'all poses a lost soul in them. Holding them all accountable for the music controlling them. Countless of hundred thousands of soulless people supporting them. Righteous music accounts, most folks won't go to them. Don't worry about it, cause Yahweh knows who the chosen is. Shalom to them for constantly dropping projects for y'all to spin. For the spirit, what you hearing, now you confident. Daily battle fighting hard like we in a boxing gym. Babylon ain't looking so no more, she needs oxygen. Got the wind, still got motions floating that we got to live. Roller coaster corporate, watch cooperative. Jab now, cry later, just not with the consequence. Zombies swelling in the dark, my direction where Yahweh is. Destined for greatness, but not the kind that you're thinking of. Pointless being famous in a realm that the demons run. Yeah, you still got takers who make it, make it vibrations. Elated eagles and cadences leave you feeling all vacant. Cause Satan takes them and breaks them and makes them look real amazing. The gaze and phase in the matrix, embracing the faking awaken. The cake and bacon temptation, persuades to change your foundation. If Yahweh in your brain, then we end up in the Population. Population. Uh. 
Choose a side and stop wasting motherfucking time. Cause time is nigh. In one's life lies out and say you choose a side. In one's life lies out and say you choose a side. In one's life lies out and say you choose a side. A lot of righteous haters try to play both sides. In one's life lies out and say you choose a side. In one's life lies out and say you choose a side. In one's life lies out and say you choose a side. A lot of righteous haters try to play both sides. I built this shit. Me. Brick by brick. And I'll be damned if I let you tear it down just cause you don't like the way another nigga talk, 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 talk. Shout outs to all my peoples in the boogie down Bronx. Shout outs to all my peoples throughout NYC. Shout outs to Lou Mora, Silver, Lincoln. Low kick. You heard? They know I got the nine on me. Yeah, you know I got the nine on me. Ride or die, homie. Yeah, it's time to ride or die, homie. Man, this how we survive, homie. Yeah, this how we survive, homie. That's why I keep the nine on me. Sarah just added kettlebell classes to her 300 gyms. The thing is, those gyms don't have kettlebells just yet. But Sarah isn't sweating it. Her equipment supplier has Salesforce Customer 360, the number one CRM. So they can unite around customers like her. Marketing already knows the model she wants. So commerce and IT serve it right to her in a mobile app. Wow. One-click checkout. See how uniting your teams can help you wow customers at salesforce.com slash customer 360. Money is the number one cause of stress and the number two cause of divorce. Make your money go further and work harder with a certified financial planner from Facet Wealth. Financial planning used to focus on retirement, but Facet helps you with today. You get a dedicated financial planner that guides you through every financial decision. Inflation, interest rates, stock market changes, home prices. How do you figure it all out? Well, every advisor at Facet is a certified financial planner and fiduciary. That's just a fancy way to say they have the best training, and they're legally bound to do what's in your best interest. This isn't just about investments. It's about taking care of your money so you can start living a better life today. Facet has a simple flat fee, no hidden charges, and with nothing to sell, there are no commissions. Visit TryFacetWealth.com for two months free off your first year of financial planning. That's T-R-Y-F-A-C-E-T-Wealth.com. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. Yeah, you know I got the nine on me. This word is for the wise. Either ride or you gon' die. It's the blind leading the blind. We've been fighting for our rights. Now we fighting for our life. Still no light I see inside, but I see the light inside. I'm praying I don't go out my mind. I got a nine in my hand and a couple of bullets. All I need is a reason for me to load it and pull it. There goes one in the shoulder, another one in the leg. Gotta finish the job and put another one in his head. I was told it's him or me. I'ma live to see another day. Kill to do the killing. I don't see it any other way. People do the talking. I don't care what motherfuckers say. Keep your Social distance or you getting blown the fuck away No more Mr. Nice Guy, I gotta be the bad boy I'm a high alert, I got all of you niggas paranoid I'm way too much at peace for you to ever bother mine That's the bottom line, cause we all live in them all time The nine on me Yeah, you know I got the nine on me It's time to ride or die, homie Yeah, it's time to ride or die, homie Man, this how we survive, homie Yeah, this how we survive, homie 
a nigga paralyzed on me. What you know about the nine on me? With that 45, feel like pies on me. I look up at the sky like I'm the guy, homie. Thought I'm grinding off the muscle you supply for me. What you know about your bestie trying to ride on you? I ain't never tell, bitch, I define for you. That type of upper shit just make my blood boil you. How you hate me after all the shit I done for you? Now I'm forced to get my head right But that's kinda hard with you to dodge death twice Respect life, but this ain't a show I'm dead nice I'm the one that could bring us to the next fight Shed light over everything, bet I I'm the one with a gun, it's a tech fight Shout out to my brother Yazan. He sent forever favors to Oklahoma. And shout outs to all the brothers and sisters that be listening to the network of awareness in Oklahoma. I see y'all. Hypnotic annoyance 
Right over the hill, jamming screw, trying to chill, everything trill. You made a first move, no hesitated reaction. She wanna fly in my carpet like I'm a Aladdin. You see, my passion derives from your compassion. The sorrow, just sorrow, like no taxes. In the land of the free with the people. Lone wolf, I don't sleep with no sheeple. I creep through, then I rise with the elo. Heem, the way I beam is so lethal. Uh, in my beanie like seagull. Uh, with the eye of an eagle. Uh, I'm in the hair like a follicle. While you taking molly, I'm manipulating molecules. Any, mini, mini, mo. No, I ain't that kind of fool too quick to fall in love like that Frankie Lyman do. Fast forward, change the town, now we on the news. A Salvadorian swerving under the Lorian parallel. Can they corner him with the tree and some ornaments? Based on my lyrical telekinesis, we teleported through a portal. Based on my lyrical telekinesis, we teleported through a portal. Based on my lyrical telekinesis, we teleported through a portal. Based on my lyrical Life is an unpredictable and amazing journey. Our ever-changing conditions within today's society and the constant new trends influencing cultures can become overwhelming, to say the least. But no worries. The Network of Awareness podcast radio show brings peace of mind in these challenging times. Follow us on your favorite podcast listening app and join our community of Network of Awareness at networkofawareness.com. So, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Network of Awareness. And I am your host, owner, and founder of the Network of Awareness or the Information List. And today we had a great guest. Um, by the name of Antoinette Marie from Love Thy Nature Products. And um, I think that Sister Antoinette has a lot of good products to offer. And um, I'm so happy that she is committed to her calling. So let's talk about that for the second half of this, um, of this broadcast. What does it mean 
when we have a calling. Let's let's dig into that first before we talk about the commitment to the calling. See, brothers and sisters, we all have a calling in life. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you have going on. You all have a calling. And one of the ways that this was revealed to me early in life was when I would see people with physical deformities doing great things. For instance, you had the young brother who had no arms. I want you to listen to this. He has no arms. And he's wrestling in high school. And he's beating kids in wrestling with no arms. It's amazing. There's people that know how to drive with no arms. They use their feet. (laughs) They use one foot for the steering wheel and the other one for the pedal and the brake. It's amazing. And the reason I bring that up is because when I would see these things, it's like, what excuse do I have? I have no excuses. Just like the brother that, um, brother Kyle, um, he, he, he puts out a lot of their videos that I came across as well, where they show the old guys, the old brothers doing calisthenics and they look fucking awesome. And they're in the, you know, some of the brothers are 57, 64. You know what I mean? And these dudes look better than 20 something year olds that work out. So there's no excuses. We all have a calling. The Most High has graced us with so much ability and gifts. And we have to answer the call. The problem is that many of us are lazy. Many of us are not, you know, wanting to do the hard work, but also many of us are complacent. Many of us don't want to answer the call Because to answer the call means that you have to be challenged. And a lot of people don't like to be challenged. A lot of people in today's society like things to come easy to them. They don't really want to put any effort into something meaningful. So they prefer to do something easy that is less fulfilling, but easier to get done. And the reality is that many of you that are listening to this show You are being called to do something. See, I was called to be a messenger. And it took a long time for me to answer that call. Because when I was given that call at 18 years old, I really didn't have a desire to answer the call. And I'm so grateful that the Most High was patient enough with me to give me an opportunity to really come in to that calling. Even though I was doing stuff with my hip hop, with my music, with radio, with executive uh, producing. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff, people, that I don't really talk about too much on the show. With time, I'll, I'll put more stuff out on things that I was able to accomplish as a younger man. Because I wasn't, you know, just wasting time at a young age. But to a certain degree, I was because I really wasn't. Even though I was doing positive things and I was helping people and I was doing things that somewhat were meaningful, 
I still was wasting time at the same time, but I wasn't answering my calling. And it's very important that we answer the call because we all have it, especially when you're getting those ringings in the ear. That is something that is calling you to do something. And there's a lot of different interpretations to it, but I know for a fact that when you're hearing those ringings, there's a calling, there's a message that's being delivered to you and you got to be still and listen and listen to the call and pick up and say, yes, the most high, I am ready. I'm ready to deliver. I'm ready to answer the call, whatever it may be. We all have a purpose, but we have to pursue that person, uh, purpose with great passion because the passion is what's really going to be the driving force. We have to be passionate, just like Sister Antoinette is passionate about helping people improve the quality of their skin. We all have it, brothers and sisters. We all have something great to do in our lives. It doesn't matter what background you come from, what culture you're in. It doesn't matter. But there is a will, there's a way. And when there is a will, there is Yahweh. And as long as you get out your own way and allow Yahweh, you are going to be good all day, every day. Then there's once you answer that call, now you got to be committed to it. You got to be committed to your calling. And that's when the real work starts. Because if you thought it was hard to just say yes and, and answer the call and act on it, now you got to be engaged. Now you have to go through the motions. Now you got to go through the fire. Now you got to walk that righteous path. Now you got to walk the path that is so narrow. Now you have to overcome all the naysayers and all of the doubters. And the biggest doubter that you have to overcome is yourself. And that's where commitment is key. Because with commitment comes persistency. And with persistency comes consistency. And that's when you start to see the fruit of your labor. And your labor provides fruit. And if y'all feeling what I'm saying, can I get a barakata? Because that's what it, that's, let me tell you something. That is, that's part of our life. That's, we are all being called. Many are called, but only few are chosen because only a few answer the call to be worthy enough to be chosen. Thank you, Brother Landon. I appreciate that. Barakada. Let's go. Life is not easy. I'm telling you right now, life is not easy. It's never meant to be easy. That's a, that's an American concept. America teaches you that if you make all the money and you get all the nice toys in the cars, life is going to get easier for you. 
But that's a big lie. Because this is the land of the legacy. This is the legacy. This is the land that has the legacy of lies. And I'm about to do a legacy of lies part five. Because, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still on, I think I'm on volume two now. We got to do a legacy of lies series again. Another episode because... You want to talk about lies? The United Serpents of America is always lying to us. Especially when it comes to these mass shootings right now. <laughs> Big lies. But to keep it on a positive note, are you committed to your calling? Because to be committed to your calling takes great effort and it takes a lot of energy. And it's going to drain you at times. It's going to make you exhausted. It's going to make you fatigued. Right? Isn't that what Sister Antoinette was talking about? She's tired right now. That's the only reason she didn't stay um, on the show long enough because she had to wake up early in the morning. Just like I do. I got to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. But guess what? I'm still going to do what I got to do. And I'm going to try to get as much as I can done and then do it all over again the next day. This thing called life, it can be very fulfilling, but it takes a lot of great effort to live it righteously and to live it to the fullest. We're in a time right now where there's just a lot of fake shit going on. A lot of fake motherfuckers, man. It's one of the reasons why I don't mess with certain family members because it's a lot of fake shit. I don't like fake, man. I don't like the bullshit. I just don't. I, I can't deal with feeble-minded people. And there's a lot of feeble-minded people in this country especially. Because you have a society right now that they believe the status quo manipulation that alters their perceptions of what they should be doing. Of what they should be doing. And then they start doing that which they told they should be doing. I don't operate like that. I do what I'm meant to do. I don't do what the status quo tells me. I don't do what the government tells me to do. Fuck this government. This government is the one of the most ratchet, fucking wicked governments of ever known to mankind. But because we live in a society and a culture that cares about what everybody thinks about them, we live in a society where most people never answer the call. That call becomes silent. That call, like if it's like if I was to use an analogy for what this country represents when it comes to the people that are being called to do something great in their life, that phone fucking rings and rings and rings until it can't ring anymore and it just stops ringing. And there's some of you that are getting that ringing in your ear, but it's only a matter of time that if you don't answer, that ringing in your ear is going to cease to exist. It ain't going to come back. It's the same thing as I was referencing in my Tightrope Tuesday about how when you walk in that righteous tightrope, you better stay on it. Because if you fall off, you might not be able to get back on. Facts. And I can't wait till you brothers and sisters see the, the, it's not going to be put out 
on the debut of the channel for Roku and the internet for networkofawareness.tv. But I'm going to tell you, I can't wait to do the, the little mini movie or video that I'm going to put out on Roku and on my TV network about the righteous tightrope. I think it's going to be fire. It's really going to give you brothers and sisters a visual to what I've been talking about for a long time when I first introduced the righteous tightrope to y'all. And I'm so grateful that I have this opportunity and this platform to do that because there's so much that I want to share in regards to all of the trials and tribulations that I've gone through in my life and that I still go through to present day. But I'm in a lot better position to deal and to manage and to persevere and overcome the trials and tribulations that come knocking on the door so frequently. Because when you start to be committed to your calling, all of the things that are insignificant, that don't matter, that normally you would pay attention to and give life to and, you know, get stressed out about. When you're committed to your calling, that shit becomes so insignificant. It doesn't fucking matter. And when you are committed to your calling, which is your purpose, you really start to see like, damn, that shit is so insignificant. It doesn't fucking matter because this is so much more important in what I'm doing. But if you're not doing that, if you're not committed to your calling, if you haven't even answered the call, then all those insignificant things that the worldly world of things have to offer you, they're going to become very significant and very important and very impactful to your life. And then you're going to be all stressed, wanting to seek more, not knowing how to, not realizing that less is more. That's something I had to learn in some of the most hardest ways was like I was trying to do too much and I had to do a lot less to get more out of what I was trying to do. So I ask, are you committed to your calling? Have you even engaged in your calling? Are you pursuing what is calling you in life? Are you really listening are you really aware and prepared to answer the call so that you can be committed to your calling and so that you can make the world a better place for those that live in it? It's always up to us, brothers and sisters. Only we can do it. The Most High gives us that freedom of will. And we have to choose. We always have a choice. You could choose to be or you could choose not to be. It's all up to you. So brothers and sisters, man, I'm so grateful that we got, we got to do another Wisdom Wednesday. All praise to the Most High for that. Um, Stay you know, stay aware 
and prepared and answer the call. And if you've already answered the call, be committed to your calling. And like always, when you live in the present, there's always an opportunity for a new beginning, brothers and sisters. So that's all from me, folks. You know, I got to wake up really early in the morning. And um, we're going to do it again tomorrow. I might do a pre-record tomorrow. We're going to (laughs) see. I don't know if I'm going to do a live. We might do a pre-record. We'll see. I'll let y'all know. You'll know when you hear it, but most likely we'll do a live show. But you never know. We might do a pre-record because I got a lot of stuff going on tomorrow. But I will for sure be doing a live show on Friday from an undisclosed location. And it's not going to be from the cabin in the woods. (laughs) But it will be from an undisclosed location and in a different location than where I'm at now. So brothers and sisters, don't look for the light at the end of the tunnel because the light is and always will be within you. So light up the tunnel and find your way through the darkness. This is all the informationists signing out saying peace, love and light and Barakata, all praise to the most high and forever favors to you forever. just added kettlebell classes to her 300 gyms. The thing is, those gyms don't have kettlebells just yet, but Sarah isn't sweating it. Her equipment supplier has Salesforce Customer 360, the number one CRM, so they can unite around customers like her. Marketing already knows the model she wants, so commerce and IT serve it right to her in a mobile app. Wow, one-click checkout. See how uniting your teams can help you wow customers at salesforce.com slash customer 360. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at amfam.com. American Family Insurance. 
For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.